quick note before we get started. Each of these episodes are pulled directly from our Twitch streams, so you may hear some random chimes from our alerts. If you'd like to watch this or any of our other campaigns live, you can do so on twitch.tv slash dumbstackcharisma. Dumpstack Charisma's Monday Night Star Wars RPG Hunt for the Ripper. I am your Galaxy Master Paul, and I'm bringing you the story today, and I'm so glad that we're able to make it. We just got back from PAX, and we are bushed, but it was so much fun. It was nice to see a bunch of people out there. Um, for those of you that could make it... I had it, sound off. <laughs> sure. Clearly. Uh, it, was, it was very nice to see you, and I hope to see you again very shortly. Uh, all of the love. Thank you so much. Um... We have shows every Monday and Tuesday, so uh, if you're new to the group, definitely check us out. We'll be hitting up with the shows and stuff like that. A couple of announcements before we get started. Um, that We have a great partnership going right now with Dice Bard. They are a wonderful provider for all of your dice needs, and they have partnered with us to give uh, you guys actually the benefit, which is uh, a code, DumpStatia, that you can use to get expedited shipping, which is great because nobody wants to wait for their dice. Nobody got time for that. When, when I when I see a dice, I want I it in my dice hand. And I need it now. now. Exactly. For my dice, just like your I money. So they've got a lot of great products. Uh, one of their major ones is an adventure set. Basically, if you're new to the scene or you just need to just oversaturate yourself with a bunch of cool, unique dice, uh, get the adventure set, and you'll have everything you need to get started. Freaking fantastic. Also, Dumpstack Christmas has been around for a while, uh, enough that we were in last year's uh, Extra Life, and we did really great, and it was a lot of fun. It's a charity for um, children's hospitals. We personally go through Seattle Children's Hospital. So we're going to be doing that again, because we didn't learn our lesson the first time. And that's a 25-hour straight stream. We're going to be up, we're going to be playing that whole time, no breaks, no, no, no crazy stuff. I mean, there's going to be breaks, but like... But like there will be breaks. But like... But, like, we're not going to stop streaming. But, like, streaming. minutes, minutes break. Yeah, not mm-hmm. hours we're never going to stop streaming throughout that entire time. So, it's really great. Um, we've got a couple links that are going to be cycling through chat where you can already start your donations. And, again, this is not for us. This is directly for uh, Seattle Children's Hospital. So, if you want to save some lives, um, if you want to help us out, that would be really great. Because we definitely really want to um, show that we can be a powerful part of the community and heal some people. So, that is definitely what we're all about here. Um... Tomorrow we're going to be having our Fallout 5e campaign brought to you by um, Nick, and it's King's Ransom. It's a lot of fun, so uh, if you like what you see today, or you want to see how we play actual D&D, although uh, a skinned version of it. <laughs> actual, not actual, actual D&D. Um, check us out tomorrow at 5.30. Continue. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to go around the table real quick, give you a brief introduction for all of our castmates here, just so you kind of know what we're about. I'll give you a, um, a bit of a synopsis of the plot so far, and then we get started. 
So we'll start over here. All right. Before I do that, we want to thank Wolf Sora, Fiori Wolf, Nice of the End Table, Emo Giggles, and The Real Jar is Red. Thank you so much for those follows. We appreciate it. Paul, hit him with a nice oval. Beautiful. Oh, that love. It was, it was a very it was a very long, engaged oval. <laughs> anyway, it's got a ring. so All right. nice to have it's you. Ring In addition it. to that, my name is Dylan. Uh, tonight I'm playing Cassius Telcontar, although he goes by Cass. He's a Claudite assassin. Uh, Claudites, for those that don't know, are uh, shape changers, mm-hmm. changelings. So he changes things around when he gets a little too much attention on, on himself. He can use that to sneak into places. Uh, he's an assassin. Very specific, direct, cold, calculated, and professional killer. Hi, I'm Josh, playing Rio Sion, a Pantoran investigator. And Pantorans, for those who don't know, are blue humanoids, so they're just blue humans. Blue they're blue. Yeah, they uh, like cold. <laughs> You're welcome for that. Uh, Rio is an investigator, so he spends a lot of time looking at things that nobody else notices and hoping to find clues to solve mysteries and also shooting random party members because that's just brand. Almost all of what you've mentioned has come in really clutch. Yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been useful, but it's, you know, sometimes it's a detriment. Who knows? Almost uh, everything. <laughs> uh, I'm Robert, and I am playing uh, two characters. Uh, Dradesh, who is a Klaatuinian... Uh, which is kind of a, a big doggo person. Hairless pit bull yep. humanoid. Um, who is a uh, gun master of sorts, where he likes to sling two different guns, uh, obliterating the enemy. Uh, I also play uh, Fur, who is a Wookiee martial artist, uh, who, through the hands of a Jedi and some bad circumstances, is in a back to tank right now. And maybe we'll see him one day. Maybe. I mean, maybe. Maybe. I'm Nick. Uh, I'm playing Sonata, a Fuso uh, kind of tracker. It's Trailblazers, the class that I'm running. Um, so it does tracking, mid-range support, sets traps, um, ambushes, tactics, and uh, gets a lot of critical injuries. That is a fact. Yeah. That's what you got? That, that's what I got. Lots of crits, <laughs> that's, that's what you got? Uh, Fair. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hello, I am Bjorn. I am playing Cleaver. He is a Wookiee. Started out his life as a pit fighter, and then uh, decided to do a little bit of adventuring to escape uh, some people that he owed a lot of money. Uh, went on some adventures with a group that uh, he found his way away from, and then that's kind of coming back to, uh, I won't say haunt him, because uh, Ghost is another person who is also haunting him. But uh, we'll see where that all ends up. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, we will. Indeed. I so, mean, or we uh, won't. Whatever. So the group before you is the uh, band of uh, mercenaries that go by the name of Han Jovi. They uh, have sort of a growing notoriety. Um, they have been on the trail for a, uh, of a serial killer. Um, that has been responsible for the deaths of numerous victims on the rain-soaked colony world of Imperia out in fringe space. Um, very early into their uh, foyer into the tracking business, um, they met and became acquainted with a Jedi in hiding, a, uh, je- a drawl, uh, which is basically like a blue-furred um, weasel person, uh, who was also Jedi, as I mentioned, who was also one of Cleaver's old companions, who he's like, what? You know, like, what are you doing here? 
Uh, anyway, sorry. They uh, he's working as a doctor in the lower city uh, and helping them out on their investigations into the uh, murders that have been committed by the Imperial Ripper, as he's being called. He's even gone so far to let them know where the nearest victims uh, are, or the most recent victims, and even just most recently, uh, they found a knife that actually had some blood that they believe to be part of the Ripper. Um, so they have DNA. He offered to sequence it into something that could be used to basically check the identity of someone to see if the DNA matches between the evidence that they found and the person. Because their contract requires them to confirm that they have the Ripper. So they uh, left it in his hands so he could prepare that. They went on some, uh, gave him some time to do that work, went on some missions, came back, and found that his whole place had been torched. They went in to investigate that, but were, however, uh, abducted by a group of rebels, actually, which was very unusual. Uh, the group had had almost no contact or association with the rebels, um, as Han Jovi, the entity, anyway. Cleaver had in his past a long time ago. Um, they were captured and told that basically they would never be freed because they were um, infected with an unknown particle that uh, that they couldn't risk getting out again. Um, however, uh, they said that, no, we don't like that plan at all, and uh, decided to start struggling and fighting back. Uh, before that uh, bit them too hard on the butt, uh, one of their other Jedi acquaintances, who was a friend of Braxis and an old companion of Cleaver's by the name of Zeke, uh, came to the rescue and was holding off both the rebels that had uh, originally captured them and the in the Imperial Inquisitors that had showed up shortly thereafter. So the group had left there, returned to the city, uh, tried to lick their wounds, do a few jobs, um, met Dradesh, uh, seeing as Cleaver was too wounded to continue. Sort of a Wrong rough one. and tumble doggo soldier. You mean fur? He's Cleaver. I'm sorry. That's I fur. said Dradesh. I'm sorry, I don't know what I said. You said because Cleaver was too injured. Fur was too injured. Get a destiny point. Yes. Um, <laughs> Fur was too injured to continue fighting, so they, they uh, hired a mercenary, uh, Dredesh. Um The group returned with the aid of Zeke to the clinic in order to try and find out what happened to Braxis after his clinic was torched, and also see if they couldn't find that DNA sequence. While there, they found a recording of the events that led up to the destruction of the clinic, and they found out that earlier, when they had spoken to one of the Inquisitors for an unrelated matter, uh, he had questioned them about their ties to Zeke, and they had an attempt to get him off of their business. It was like, here's some partial facts and some misinformation, and I want to feed you something to head in the wrong direction. But they found out through this recording that he was able to piece together the information that they had gotten and track down where Zeke had been hiding, which was Braxis's clinic. Um, and in self-defense, Braxis destroyed the clinic with explosives, and his fate is still yet unknown. So Zeke, obviously seeing this recording, was very upset uh, and said that uh, it was uh, almost an eye for an eye situation. You know, you killed one of me, and I'm going to kill one of you. Uh, you know, like it's going to get real messy real fast. Uh, the group was ever, however, uh, was very forthright about what happened. Yeah. Shockingly forthright. Shockingly forthright. <laughs> they well basically done. said, "Yeah, we did it. <laughs> we did it, but 
what was your expectation when we get cornered by the Inquisition and, you know, what we did give was so minor, you know, we did not actually betray you, we had to give something to get him off our, our own our own back. So, uh, Zeke was not exactly calmed by this negotiation, however, it did stay his hand long enough to offer them a deal, that uh, they took away one of his companions and so if they helped return another one who had been captured in a prison, he would consider it a paid debt. And uh, if the group was willing to do that, then all would be forgiven. Uh, during their investigation of what, uh, what happened in the clinic, they also found the DNA sequencer. So they do have the major key to finding this person now. Now all they have to do is actually find them. So we're going to return as the group heads back to their home base, the Obsidian Agenda, which is a mercenary hideout in the lower city. And so you guys can say that uh, you are just getting into the taxi, and if you have no other stops, you can head directly there. I got nothing. Yeah, I don't think we're going anywhere else. Let's go. The Agenda it is. Yep, so you get to the Agenda. Like, All right. <laughs> uh, Dradesh will uh, just casually walk inside into the, the bar area um, and ask for Gitska. Okay. Uh, what do you receive here? Gitska's probably still out. It hasn't even been a whole day. Uh, I am going to... <laughs> it's, it's like late, isn't it? Uh, it's early evening, yes. So you guys um, uh, did some work, came back, uh, decided now would be a good time to go meet up with Zeke in the afternoon, then you had your investigation, you had your incident with him, and then you're heading back. It's probably, um, would be the twilight hours, um, but Imperia doesn't really see much in the way of sunshine because it's constantly overcast. Uh, There is no spots for basically natural light to come directly through. It all filters through the clouds, kind of leaving everything... uh, kind of an off-blue all the time. Um, and it's only through the ever-present neon lights and fluorescent bulbs everywhere that can kind of cut through that gloom sometimes. I'm going to get some food. Okay. Same. All right. So you guys all head into the uh, the agenda. You go through the, the heavy metal door as you, uh, after you descend the stairs down to the, like, the bunker-like structure. Um, inside you find sort of a muted atmosphere... Uh, it's not exactly quiet, but it's not very lively um, today. For whatever reason, there isn't a, a, a ton of people uh, around that you've seen. Usually the evening is when you see the activity at the peak. Most people are coming in, people coming off their jobs, things like that. Um, you see at the counter is uh, Laminiqua, the uh, female uh, white-skinned Nautilin. Um, and she is kind of juggling a large... Uh, armload of drinks as she kind of wobbles out to um, start delivering them to the few patrons that are there. Um, As you uh, kind of enter in and make your way, she kind of sees you guys, and she kind of goes to wave for a second, stumbles a bit, and realizes, oh, that's a bad idea, and she just kind of nods and smiles (laughs) and keeps walking. We'll just go seat ourselves. Okay. Uh, Where do you guys seat? We probably Uh, got a regular... Booth that we hang out upstairs. Yep. Yeah. Uh, upstairs. Go ahead and uh, roll me a force die. One one light. One light. Yep. Your seat is empty. Nice. 
to your regular spot is open. Well, we go there. Um, that's a few, basically a few uh, stalls down. Um, so that's there. Uh, shortly thereafter, one of the uh, one of the serving girls comes up to you and says, "What do you guys have?" Breakfast. <clears throat> Seriously. Oh, you're serious. Yeah. What do you actually have? Uh, well, um, we can make most things. Um, obviously, we uh, aren't a true restaurant, so our selection isn't that exotic, but we can kind of take whatever. Can you make eggs and hash browns? Coming right up. Thank you. I'm going to order whatever the equivalent of like onion rings is. Oh, yeah. Just something appetizer, like bar food. Uh, they have something that is the equivalent, uh, basically like. The fried legs of a crustacean. Done. Yeah. So it's more like a fish and chip thing, but it's kind of in a triangle because that's the segmented legs, the way they work. But they're crunchy and juicy, just like perfect. Little, 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 little sour, but a good tang to them. Just a taste of the sea. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) That's what I look for. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I order something boring but filling. Okay. I don't know what the Star Wars equivalent of it is, but and a big ass drink. Oh, I'm sure there's some kind of like uh, a gruel, like mm. not actually like grits, but like an actual like food paste. I'm like sure it's the most protein, the shape. most infi- mm-hmm. efficient way of getting soil nutrients. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm pretty much gonna order the same thing Cass does. Okay, uh, it's probably not expensive. <laughs> you have a little slot with like. a that you can put a little... <laughs> take, I can take the mask off, thank you very much. What do you do? Hold it's your breath and there. take a drink and put it back on? How the fuck else am I supposed to eat? I could breathe. I can just take penalties if I'm, if I'm like that. Uh, <laughs> it's Dredesh, a bad idea. Dredesh will order uh, a form of, like, kibble. Uh, that's, a form of kibble? Yeah. That's, that's like, so cute! <laughs> uh, and then, uh, along with it, like, a very stiff uh, drink that probably... Tastes like crap, but uh, is known that like if you can tolerate it, like oh, I uh, see, like, like damn, give me one fifty one and kibble, <laughs> yeah. And she's like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> <Clip it>. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so yeah, so they, uh, um, so she goes back and she submits your guys's order, and you have a few minutes before anything else happens. I imagine you probably over your kibble and you get like cereal or take care of before <laughs> Nope. We cannot do this mission for Zeke. Why not? We are not equipped. We have no intel. And we have a contact with the Imperials that can get us the information we need without needing to break into a prison ship. Sure. But what if that contact doesn't work? We're not saying that we can't use that contact. He just <clears throat> wants the person out. We, we go through Akla first. If we can get what we need through Akla... Why not see if Akla can get the person out? Then everybody wins. Right. That's what we're saying. What's the harm? If we do that, we lose our favor with Akla, and we don't have access to the Imperial database. So we can't move forward on our Ripper investigation. We don't know that. How do you figure? If you typically... So, look, I, I've burned a lot of bridges, like, getting up to this point for us. Typically, the go, way honey. this is going to work... I'm just going to walk up here, and she's going to slide you a small glass. It's got about three fingers of some kind of viscous green fluid. Dope. So, typically, the way that this is going to work 
is that he owes us a favor at this point because we yeah. saved his life, right? And we cash that in. Yeah. If we continue to try to cash in, hey, we need this done. Hey, we need this done. When we're not doing anything else for him. No, we only need two things. Right. But the two things that we need aren't small things. That's true. Neither is saving somebody's life. Fair. Yeah, but he's not going to ruin his career to get us info. We're not asking him to. Okay. Then I say we ask about the DNA sequence being run in the database first. Then we can talk about Zeke's friend. Are you at all worried that one of Zeke's friends has already died due to actions that this group has made? Really? Whether, kind of. Whether directly or indirectly. Well, tangentially, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's asking for additional help in saving one of his other friends. Isn't there... I mean, to be honest, he was in danger in the first place because of Zeke, not because of us. Yes. Also, Gradesh, while I appreciate your position as a man of business, he stuck two of my comrades in a room, flipped you on us. Uh, That's not hard. While the two of us were outside. He just wants Cass and I. Yeah, he's a businessman. I'm a businessman. There's nothing personal. I I understand. That's why you're still at the table here and we're not having a different conversation. Uh, the, The point is, is that. You're too chicken to go up on a prison ship and break somebody out. We don't need to. We're not equipped to. I don't know if you have the armaments to get up to, or the equipment, or the, I don't know, ship, to get up to the prison ship. Still on a ship before, you can do it again. Yeah. We're you not equipped like for it. We lack the information about the prison ship. Food's it's on a, the way. Uh, this we have in... Uh in spades, and she's going to hand you guys both your uh, protein pa- uh, protein Excellent. paste, basically. <clears throat> you sure you guys don't want anything a little more flavorful? We've got great chefs here. That's all right. All right. Sounds great. I'll take the house special. All right. Um, we have an option between fish and fowl. Fowl fish. <laughs> uh, fowl is in bird? Yes. Uh, yeah, let's do that. All right. Sounds good. I just wanted to make sure. Give him the porg. I, I want wow. to... Wow. Wow. <laughs> when she mentioned something to me about we have great chefs here, I want Rude. to request some obscure Cuso like Cuso legs. Like he needs a, an extra No, you fucking You're an asshole. Um like an obscure uh dish from my home world. Okay. What uh would that include in its make? I legitimately don't know because that information I can't find anywhere. Okay. Uh, it's probably it's something like, like blind crickets exotic, covered in teriyaki sauce. If it's an exotic creature, it's going to be unlikely. I'll roll for it. Uh, if it is a unique recipe, that might be. I would say probably both. Okay. It's well, probably a, a difficult to prepare creature that's prepared a specific way. Okay, go ahead and roll that. This? You got it. One light. One light. All right. So then I'm going to have you roll a hard difficulty uh, Any one more purple, check please? with a boost. What's the what are the, the so just hard difficulty? So that's the pool. Mm, uh, sorry, uh, it's going to be three green as well. Three green. All right. One more green, please. I like the one purple versus one boost. <laughs> three purple, three boost. And even though I can't see it, I'll roll in here. 
No, I'm sorry. No, no, no I, I can't see no, it from okay. my seat. All right, so we've got two failure. Yeah, two failure. Um, so they are going to say, um, I'm not familiar with that. Let me go see what we can work out for you, though. And so they're going to go back. And guess. Um, and they are yes. going to find that the dish requires a specific type of um, insect from your planet that is used as one of the major components. Mm. And without that, they have to find a style of meat that comes to the same kind of consistency and flavor. And they bring it back to you, and it is edible, but they fail in its creation. It is not the same thing. They put garlic in the carbonara. Pretty much. <laughs> That's weird. Not what I'm sorry, expecting. unfortunately, uh, the ingredients of what you referenced have uh, an insect that can only be found on one planet. Uh, unfortunately, we just don't have those in stock. <laughs> it's like a BLT with fried pork on it. It's like, what? <laughs> it's kind of the same, <laughs> but not sandwich. the same. <laughs> pork chop sandwiches. <laughs> I mean, I'll eat it, but that's not technically what I ordered. But are you going to pay for it? I can take it? it back if you don't like it. If you want it, you have to pay for it. If you don't, I understand. We can make you something else. I'll stick with this, and I'll point it like the the protein uh, stuff. Okay. The protein thing. So we tried. I appreciate it. Um, she will leave it at the table. Um, in case anyone wants it, she says it's on the house. Uh, it was their attempt to please. And as you know, they take that very seriously. That was crazy. They're all about pleasing here. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect them to actually try. But why, then why did you ask? I was trying to be an asshole. Success. Yeah, but they actually tried, which I appreciate, actually. Alright. I have a question. Do we know where and how to contact Akla? I can't imagine it'll be hard. There's an Imperial garrison here. We know him by name. Yes, but if we walk up to the garrison and we say, we'd like to speak with Akla, they're going to tell us to fuck off. Do we have a calm frequency or something? I'm going to guess not. I don't think so. Can we have a calm frequency for Aqua? <sighs> yes. Okay. Yeah, I have it here. Good job for... <laughs> so, yeah. when you guys uh, had your talk with him, GG uh, for. sort of, you brought him back. Uh, you kind of made a big deal about, like, I know we pulled you out of the fire there, but uh, we didn't do it for free. And he was like, well, you know, like, what do you want? And you were like, I... <laughs> we'll get in touch. We'll, we'll to be touch. determined. <laughs> so give us a line, like a burner comm, that we can send you a message. And he gave you a non-official uh, frequency uh, that he says, use once to contact me. We have a contact line that we can use one time. I have it here. You should message him 14 times. I'm absolutely not going to do that. It was worth a shot. So, I think that our priority is the reason why we're on the planet. Secondary. This food comes in on the last few trains. Secondary that is assisting Zeke. 
your kibbles, whatever the equivalent is, are freshly baked. Space kibble. So they weren't like pulled out of a box. They handmade your kibble. Okay. Wonderful. That's like Scooby uh, Snacks. So level. I'm going to take like the bowl of kibble, and I'm going to take the green viscous liquid, and I'm going to pour it over the kibble, uh, and let it soak for maybe about five minutes, uh, and then I'm going <laughs> that soggy cereal. <laughs> While though. people are talking about like this really important business, you're just kind of like dripping it on like syrup. <laughs> just this, oh. this, this super alcoholic, super heavy syrup just all over it. Uh, and, and then every now and then I will just grab like one kibble at a time and eat it. <laughs> it's so nasty. Like, so it's so like tater tots awesome. with nacho cheese. <laughs> I was wondering if it was going to come in a little stainless steel bowl and he was just going to get in there. <laughs> so I think that's what we should do there. When Zeke arrives here and requests information about whether or not we're going to take the job, I say that we can take the job, but we don't give them a finite timeline on when we're going to do it. We let them know that we have other business that we have to attend to first. Because if he's here, he's on our turf, not his. We're not separated. We're all in one location. There's a reason why uh, he had an overwatch uh, at the clinic and a reason why me and Cass weren't in the room. I think you're a lot more concerned about this than I am. Probably. I didn't travel with him before, and at this point, he's threatened my my group, and I don't trust him right now. Fair. So, if he gives us the leeway to do what we need to do first, and then help him, I'll have a little bit more of that. But until then, I'm focused on what gets me paid the most, the fastest, which is that mission. Knowing Zeke, I don't think he's going to give us a, a blank check for timeline. So we call Akla. We set up a meet. We find out what our options are. Get what we can. Follow up with Zeke after the meet. Update the that's timeline. When we, that's, that's when we give our answer. We yeah. keep Zeke updated on the timeline. That's, that's the best works. plan, because if, then we can say we're working on it. Yeah, if yeah. we're not going to do it, then we tell him we're not going to do it. Right. If we are going to do it, then we tell him we're going to do it. I'm fine with doing it when we're equipped to do it. Equipped is going to be difficult. It's going to be needed. It's an Imperial prison ship. Yes. We'll need a plan. A backup plan. But first, what we'll need to do is contact Ackland. And a backup plan to that backup plan. I'll go ahead and contact Ackland. We'll set up a meeting. Um, Do you guys mind if we use the... uh, the jeweler in Bayside, outside that building. By the ramen? Yeah. I'm good with that. Sounds fine. All right. So I'm going to move away from the table and just go to a choir area. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably still up in the VIP area, just over quieter, where the booths okay. are. Sounds um, good. And call Akla. Uh, one thing I do want to touch on is that when you first got into the building, you also asked a question that I did not get to. Um, so as you move out to do that, the server will come up to you and say, I'm sorry, I tried to get in contact with Giska, but he's just not answering. Um, he's supposed to be on shift right now, but I, I don't know what he is. Fuck, I feel like we've heard that one before. Wonderful! 
Is there somebody that can update me on the status of my inquiry? Yes, as soon as someone can reach him, we'll let him know that you called. Okay. Uh, Also, do we have an update on my grievance that I have filed for a contract I took up? We took up. It was formal. I'm not familiar. You'd have to go through your fixer about that. That's Gitska. Is there somebody (laughs) above him that I can talk to? I see. Escalating um, on the wings. Uh, normally, it would be uh, the on house um, fixer. However, uh, it is currently uh, a bit of staying off. Um, I will try to reach out to her about that as well. This is odd. Um, failing that, uh, you are going to want to either talk to Madame Lahani. Um, she's retired for the night, but I can call her if you need to, or you can talk to Dapper. So whatever whatever works best for you. Dapper. Dapper, by the way, is a wolf man who wears... Oh, that guy? The one that I'm forbidden to talk to. Basically... <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to talk uh, to Dapper. A, what, do, what do you call hey, it? Uh, yes. A steamboat-style uh, like vest and pinstripes, uh, pinstripe uh, shirt and one of those like long, flat hats. And pork pie? Dangerous chemistry. What was that? A pork pie? I think it's a pork pie, yeah. Uh, he's also both the lounge bartender and also the resident chem dealer. Yeah, he's a problem is what he is. No, he's a good guy. Yes, he goes you by get Dapper. out of here. Real quick, Jashed Potatoes. Thank you for the Twitch Prime sub. We appreciate it. Ah, uh, yeah. Thank also, excellent name. Other Josh's best Josh. Mm-hmm. Which oh. other Josh? And he There's many other that. Josh. He doesn't say that often. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I appreciate you, other Josh. And rejoin the Discord, my bro. Uh, mm-hmm. Articulate. Do you need anything else? Let me know. Yeah, okay. okay. Great. Just go back. Solid. Wonderful. Perfect. Swimming. Smashing. Smashing. Elegant. Bueno. And humble. All right. The most humble Josh. So I put a call into that line, and I'm assuming since it's a burner, it'll send an alert, and then the line will die. I was gonna say it's probably a pager more than anything. Yeah, else. I doubt I'm leaving. It. I'm doubt I'm gonna actually. Talk it uh, is the Star Wars equivalent of an answering machine. Cool. Um, oh no. <laughs> uh, shit. I guess I'll leave him. Uh... <laughs> When you gift a sub and it it goes to the bot, play it out. Charismatic bot, thank you for being the most charismatic person in the squad. Thank you, Gemma, for that gifted sub to our wonderful, hardworking bot. We greatly appreciate that. Fantastic. It works tirelessly to keep this stream up and running. So, so it's so great <laughs> that it so has finally gotten the recognition it deserves and has a star next to its name. Well done. Well done. Uh, that's awesome. Wow. All, right. All right. So what I'll do is um, I'll leave a message basically just saying, hey, um, we need to meet to discuss uh, favor. It'll be tomorrow early evening. So I'll leave a like, I don't know, sometime around, like, three or four um, at the jeweler shop. Okay, you'll basically give him... Yeah, I'm going to give him a date, date time, and general location. Perfect, yeah, definitely. Alright, you leave the message successfully, um, and it Hang cuts up. off. Yep, cool. Um, <laughs> when did you set your uh, rendezvous for? 
Uh, early evening. It is early evening. Tomorrow. 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 Early okay. evening. Do remember that you have a 12-hour window before Zeke will follow you up. Um, and yeah, that's cool. We're going to tell Zeke we're following yeah. this first. Okay. Well, he's going to be there by noon tomorrow. Yep. Cool. So... At which point we say we have our answer in the works. We are following up on some information. Yeah, no, we've got it. We've got it. We talked about it. We got this. You do it. Oh, that's good information. All right. So, I'm good. We set up a meeting with Akla. Well, I left him a message on that burner that we got from him. Uh, Set it up for tomorrow. Early around this time, so early evening tomorrow, uh, to jeweler shop. All right. So hopefully he'll either show up there or he'll get back to us another way. Zeke will be here tomorrow afternoon, and we'll let him know uh, what our course of action will be with handling our business first and then helping him. Well, I think that that's not the way to phrase it. I think the way to phrase it is we're following up with a contact who may be able to give us a no-conflict resolution to both of our objectives. We're looking into that before we Give you pursue any other options. I'm using shortened terms for us. I'm just Not making I'm sure. Just making sure we're on the same page. Do we have yes. anything else in the docket today? You have a growing sense of diplomacy. Sleep. What? You have a growing sense of diplomacy. Do I? Huh. Stop that. Maybe it's the lack of drugs. They got some in the back if you need them. Yeah? I mean, not for you. <laughs> you instantly feel a, like, clawing in your in your chest. Like, oh, yes. <laughs> that would be wonderful. Hmm. One of these. What is it? Are you giving him one of your kibbles? You give him a kibble? <laughs> They're special. I that have smells that. disgusting. No, trust me. I'm, I'm... It's good. I'll hit you right here. What'd that taste like? <laughs> Worse than it smelled. Old soggy bread. Mm, no, that would be lovely right now. Old soggy burning bread. <laughs> uh, I am going to just like shove the rest of my like crustacean legs in my <laughs> face, trying to trying to wash out the disgusting taste. You know what's bad? When you have to use seafood to wash the taste out. Of it. Right. Mm-hmm. That only makes it worse. Like nah. So, you are disgusting. Do we need to take care of anything else today? Uh, I wanted to go talk to Fur. I gotta head that way as well. So I'm gonna. You should be out soon. Tomorrow. Day I'm gonna day. go uh, pay for my food and then head down to Grace's. Okay. I also will go down to Grace's. Okay. I'm gonna head that way as well, but I'm gonna break off and go to the arms. Market. Perfect. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> okay, where are you going to sleep? The bunk. Bunk. Bunk it up. Bunk, bunk, bunk it up. All right, so those of you who uh, go to Grace's are going to make your way down to the secret uh, back entrance at the back of the lobby. That's going to take you down the elevator to the underground bunker area where the mercenaries can rest, recuperate, train, and shop. So, um, you follow the main hallway back to the uh, metallic archway uh, against the far side of the enclosure. 
and you see Grace currently with a scanner of sorts, kind of going up and down the uh, overly fluffy body of fur right now, who is not in a back attack anymore, mm. but is kind of going up and down, like testing vitals and stuff like that. Is fur conscious? Fur's conscious. Thanks. Yep. Just, you're not in a back attack. Just, oh, oof. I'm not? No, you're just no, a big, you big like boy. Blow-dried. She blow dried you. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I am extra floofy then. It's mm-hmm. true. Floofy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You smell sort Bad. of sweetly chemically as well. Mmm. Like antifreeze. Mm. Yes. Very Gross. much antifreeze. <laughs> Gross. Maple syrup? Hey, uh, you're alive. So are you. I mean, like, mostly. Are we stating obvious things? Well, we were, until you fucked it up. Oh, I'm sorry. I ruined a moment. Did Sonata die? What? No. No, he's still kicking. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> kind of? I'm, telling, I'm using that one tomorrow. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, how you feeling? I feel fine. Yeah? You won't. You, uh... Wait, what? Also, hi. Hello, Cleaver. Not all shot up. That is a change. Well, we, we just thought you'd be proud. Grace kind of pushes up her spectacles. Her hair, again, still that light ginger, kind of a little bit of gray in it, tied up into a tight bun. And she continues her work going around, up and down. For just giving the uh, the full scan, checking some things off, uh, and seemingly satisfied, she's going to click it and she will set it aside. I can give you some medicine for the side effects. However, I believe that they will be too severe to completely negate. So, um, good luck. Sure. Yeah. Uh, how often do I need to take these, Doc? Uh, once every four hours. Shit. For the next few days. Is it uh, an oral supplement or an injection? Or? Injection. Okay. Oh, you got lucky. I'm out there. <laughs> he was hoping for a suppository. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of side effects am I going to be trying to stave off here, Doc? Uh, Besides it varies. Death. It's still an experimental mm. series of drugs. Um, however, uh, initial testing has shown disorientation that's uh, fine nausea that's fine that's cool hallucination Um, that's not cool muscle spasms nice um, and uh, uh, in some rare cases narcolepsy oh shit (laughs) is there a cue for that one (laughs) a slap in the face usually does it if I fall asleep in a fight you have to punch me in the face okay I got you it's on you Uh, it'll be good (laughs) it'll be good it seems like a bad idea so, so where uh, are we going? We're going to go... Uh, you remember uh, all the stories about Coop? Yeah. We're going to go get him. Bullshit we are. Yeah. yeah. It's real. Shit. He's, he's up, up, up uh, in a prison. Wait, wait. Start over. Okay. So, uh, Coop and I met when uh, I pissed off some rich guys that were like politicians and bullshit like that. Yeah. That were funding the pits, pit fighters that... Uh, yeah, yeah. That I was fighting him. Yeah. Uh, I was told to throw a fight, and yep. I said no. Well, I said yes, but then I didn't. Same thing. Uh, yeah, basically. Except they didn't know, so they bet the wrong way, and then they lost a shitload of money. And then uh, 
they stuck me on a planet, and then there was Coop, and I don't remember how we actually met, but like he uh, he got me off the planet, and uh, or did I get him off the planet? I don't remember the details. It's it was a long time ago, and like that part of my life is mostly a haze. But like now, uh, apparently he got caught at some point, and so he's in an imperial prison in orbit around this planet. Small world, right? So what do we leave? Uh, so we are in the process of reaching out to Akla to figure out. So Zeke is the one that wanted us to... Oh, by the way, uh, Zeke almost murdered us, but then we're friends again. <laughs> what? Yeah. So uh, we went to uh, Chackie's place. Yeah. And uh, everything's all blown out, like you remember. Yeah. Okay. So so we were there to look into all of that stuff. Couldn't find hide nor hair, you know, no 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 clues or anything like that, except for all these like burnt out tables and all that bullshit. And then we found this Gemma just gives it a sub. We've gotta do it right now. Joshua just gonna play that loud for us. <laughs> Thank you, Sinkar, for oh being the most God. charismatic person in the squad. We appreciate that sub gifted. Thanks to myself. Um, I really support everything that we do here at Dumpstack Charisma. Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, you're the best. God damn. All right, now who else around the table is not the sub to our channel? <laughs> so, you guys. Oh, man. Anyway. Okay. Uh, so then, uh, the, uh, the engineer, uh, person that, uh, doesn't have a name, can't remember a bunch of stuff, you remember him? Yeah, the guy with the long nose. Yeah, yeah, um, so he came in and was, like, dealing with a robot thing, and then a bunch of projectors, and then he rigged that up, and we got to, like, watch this short little movie that, uh, Duarte, no, Duarte? Was Duarte? Yeah, the the Inquisitors were like, rah, and Jackie was like, how did you find me? And then, uh, apparently, at some point, Rio said something, or somebody said something, that they were like, oh, he must be here. And then, Jackie blew stuff up. But, we got our DNA sequence, so we're able to figure out who the Ripper is, but Zeke blames us for his death. Uh, although... We didn't find any, like, remains or anything, so I don't know if he's actually dead. Yeah, we don't know if he's dead. Uh, and so... Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Before all of those conversations, we were looking for any remains. Period. End of story. I told you you found three bodies on the ground. And, and we inspected them. I believe the DM. Okay. Okay. Because I remember inspecting for the, the insignias on the, the one body that, that we found. Mm -hmm. yep. Okay. Either way. So, uh, we, uh, we don't know what's going on there. And uh, now Zeke wants us to pay back for killing one of uh, his former companions by saving one of his former companions. And uh, that's what I got. So we just, you know, there's a chance we get to assault a military Let's do it. Ship. 
Well, so uh, first step is we're reaching out to Akla and seeing if we can call in our favor and uh, kill two birds with one stone. That's not gonna happen. I don't disagree, but it's worth Which a shot. Which is why we're here to make sure that you're. No, solid. solid. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that you're. Uh, you want to go punch punch things? Yeah, I'll run through a wall. But will you run through a spaceship? That's a prison. <laughs> Cut forward to two hours later. He's <laughs> running down the hall. Uh, Smacks it. <laughs> <laughs> Cuts back. Down. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm in. All right. So, uh, everybody know when our meeting time is? Meeting for what? Oh. Uh, With Akla. Well, the heat fur won't. I don't. Well, I was asking you. <laughs> oh. I thought you were just... Positioning that to the room, but I guess that's me. Uh, well, I don't expect Grace to know. Yeah, well. Uh, early afternoon. Okay. I think Zeke is... Uh, I think Zeke is sometime in the afternoon as well, so... I'm going to assume that that's going to happen before we... Uh, meet with Zeke. Because <laughs> that would make sense, right? Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. You know what also makes sense? Emo Giggles with the Twitch Prime sub. We appreciate it so Thank much. Thank you! Holla holla! Ah <laughs> yeah! Lots of stars in the chat, and we appreciate mm-hmm. that. I love seeing Aww, it. Yeah. that sub wall. Because you all oh, are stars. stars. That's a heart. How many channels have a, a bot with a star next to it? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's magic. It's, ours does. A surprisingly ours. large number of bots, I think, have gifted sub. <laughs> it's because the algorithm goes by like if you're following. Then you have higher priority, and then it bases it on time in the chat. And then, like, there's a couple other factors that go into it, but, like, one of the primary ones is time in chat, and since the bot is always going to be at the top. Interesting. They should fix that. There's something new every day. <laughs> Twitch. <laughs> Twitch. Anyway. Yeah, I'm in. Let's do it. Uh, do I need to sleep first, or is this one of those things where we just... I think you don't. should sleep. I think you should sleep. But the side effects will kick in. If how, how debilitating are these side effects going to be? Uh, I've, it's an experimental drug, and I don't think it's ever been used. Well, she said narcolepsy, so... Am I the first? You're not the first to be tested, but you are the first Wookiee to be tested. But I'm Who the first, first to be tested? Like I said, muscle spasms. I don't think she can give you that information. Potential narcolepsy. I, I just said this. You might want to add memory issues. No, we're fine. Because if it's one other person, <laughs> the person had a bad time. <laughs> if it's 20 other people, those things can be spread out. <laughs> no, we're, 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 we're fine. We'll be, we'll be good. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. 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 No problem. <laughs> we should probably get out of Grace's hair. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate uh, the goo bath and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the subsequent uh, blow drying and light brushing that was nice. I didn't brush your hair. Well, it looks better than it did when it went in, so that's a major plus. <laughs> when was the last time you bathed? <laughs> Very long time this ago. Giant cotton ball of Wookie. He's like, I feel like a half a foot taller. <laughs> All right, yeah. Well, um, I'm gonna go. Food. Well, I was thinking food. Yeah. Uh, and I'll be back. Where are you going? I have personal matters to attend to. Oh, also, uh, Avidity and Gitska might be dead. Shouldn't have led with that. That's the way. You should have led with that. <laughs> what Gitska do now? 
Uh, I don't know. What hasn't he done? We just don't know where okay, he is. So he's off the grid? Yes. Well, I mean... Does Madame just... Mohani know? We haven't talked to her quite some time. I don't sure. like talking to her. Me neither, but I think it's great. Maybe you need to spend a little more time... No, we're fine. No, we're fine. Are you sure? Yeah, I'll, I'll be back. Okay. I'm going to get up and I'm going to walk out of the... So imagine you go to the doorway and fall down and go to sleep. You're kind of a little bit like... <laughs> yeah. Just because you're like, you're, you're, your toes are, and your feet are a little tender, you know, you've been sitting in like a liquid solution for literally days, so... You're... Gravity is suddenly more of an effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, that's what walking is like. I remember now. <laughs> I remember walking. Ooh, you remember... Sorry. On my way out, I'm gonna grab like a little rubber band and like poof up a little bit. <laughs> do that top knot. <laughs> just do a little tiny <laughs> top knot. Just a little tiny little poof. Gross. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> I hope someone just comes by and just clips it. <laughs> no. And then, uh, Can we please get some fan art of floofy fur with a top knot? <laughs> Super floofy fur. Uh, and then I will uh, head up to the bar area. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you return up the secreted elevator to arrive back in the lounge area. You see that it is uh, fairly quiet and uh, fairly muted. I'm going to look around for Lemoniqua. She is not in the lounge. Shuniqua. Excellent. I'm going to uh, walk up to the counter, mm-hmm. and I'm going to order breakfast. All right. Uh, how do you order breakfast? I ask, please give me breakfast. <laughs> All right, are we talking breakfast? Or are we talking breakfast? Uh, the second breakfast. one? The second one, okay. Breakfast! Sounds good. Mm. So uh, they will begin cooking, and you hear the telltale so- uh, sounds and smells of sizzling like meats and uh, eggs and stuff like that. So That was the wrong one. That's the wrong breakfast. <laughs> Okay, that's a different, but okay. <laughs> They're getting to know you. Uh, so you went to the shop. Yes. Mm-hmm. I am going to the arms dealer. I need ammo. Because okay. I've used all your power packs. an incredible amount of ammunition over mm-hmm. the course of the last couple of fights. Uh, I'm also looking for looking for ammo for a Circus C10 blaster rifle, and uh, I'm also looking for noise grenade, if you have one. Um, uh, they should have, uh, I think the ammo is universal, so technically, yes, they have that. Um, and then the noise grenades, I, I, don't, I don't believe that that's a problem. Alright. It's not restricted, is it? Uh, no. Yeah. If it's, a, if it's a standard sidearm explosive, then they kind of have that. I also want to ask him about knockout grenades and data purge grenades. I don't want to buy any right now, but I think they could be useful. Knockout grenades being like they do strain? They are, uh, yeah, I believe they're a gas. Yes. Okay. Yeah, no, they, they've got that. Um, and as far as the data purge, what is the Data purge grenades uh, fry computers and erase data. Basically like that EMP. Like that EMP pulse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's um, freaking awesome. You toss one in the server room and then we were never here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is not as common of an item, but they can procure it. Uh, they will need to know 
uh, it was rarity seven, so it was quite rare. So it's quite rare, yeah. So it's going to be more. It's going to be pretty expensive, but um, they think that they can procure some for you. Uh, How long will it take? Well, they have to reach out to their suppliers, so um, they can have an answer for you tomorrow morning, uh, whether or not they have some available, and get some to you as early as tomorrow uh, in afternoon. Do it. Okay. Do it. Do it. Uh, as far as the power packs, um, those are standard price. Uh, as far as the grenades, uh, the noise grenades, those are also standard price. So. Excellent. What do the noise grenades do? Like a flashbang. Yeah, it's it's a flashbang. Flash they bang they deal uh, stun damage, uh, and they uh, can uh, concuss uh, so, if you got the advantage for it. Okay, what's concuss do? Uh, you can't take an action on your turn. Oh. Disorient, basically. Disorient gives you a setback mm-hmm. on all your checks. Upgrade uh, concuss uh, takes away your action. Takes away your action. Gotcha. You can move around, but not you can't shoot. shoot. <laughs> I wouldn't expect them to be. That's all I needed. Mm-hmm. Anyone else? Uh, I know you guys went. Uh, multiple people went to Grace. Is there any other concerns that you guys had? Okay. I'm quite well stocked on stim packs for the moment. Uh, actually, I will buy some stim packs from those. Yep, those are standard price, which I believe are 25 credits a pop. Mm, I should probably buy some of those. How many is she willing to give? What? As many as I can. Uh, those are uh, are in bulk stock, so as much as you can afford. Nice. Cool. You said 25? I think that's what the base price is. If I'm wrong, please someone correct me. Uh, if not, uh, I think that's right for stim packs and reloads. It's 25? 25, yes. Sounds about right. That's a lot of stim packs. Cool. Do we have any other business to attend to? I'm going to go crash. I am going to sleep as well, uh, but I am getting a room. Mm-hmm. As is tradition. <clears throat> I will as well. I'm just going to crash in a bunk. So, uh, the City Agenda offers a couple options as far as uh, sleeping. There are temporary quarters that you can use down in the lower basement area that are basically hard cots um, kind of stacked on the wall into kind of like a bunk system. You can reserve them uh, basically temporarily to use them to crash. Um, it's not a long-term solution, but as family, no one's going to like come up to you and, and harass you about it at least for a while. Um, there is also the ability to rent a room. Uh, the rooms here, however, is like basically renting at a hotel. Um, they are fine, and they are generally designed to be used um, and are uh, 100 credits a night. So. Used. Used. I'm not going to move the furniture around this time. Oh. But I am going to not sleep in the bed, but on the side of the room mm. where I can see the door. Gotcha. I'll put something in the bed so that there's a lump there. <laughs> I get all up in those covers. <sighs> in the past, Cass has uh, rearranged the room so that uh, everything's in different places. So if someone went into the room to try and kill him, uh, they'd be disoriented for a second because stuff's not where it should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this time, he's going to do a little different. Mm-hmm. Spice it up. 
can't become too predictable. Truth. Uh, so the uh, blankets and the bedding are very fine. Uh, it is basically a king-size bed. Uh, it is uh, designed for multiple occupants. Uh, but by yourself, you can basically just kind of swim in the middle of it. Yeah. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. The rest of you, uh, after you munching on your breakfast dinner? Uh, I'm looking around for uh, Lomaniqua. Eventually, if you kind of uh, expand your search into either asking or moving about the facility, mm-hmm. you'll eventually find her working the front desk. Okay. Yep. She seems in good spirits um, when you kind of catch when you kind of catch eye of her, um, but she seems to be uh, exasperated and a bit overworked. They got you working up here now, huh? <gasps> You're out. How do you feel? Like a million bucks. Well, you look like Credits. it. I'm, I'm, I'm loving the little do you got going on. Thank you. Cool do. Super sporty. I'm hoping it will uh, make me faster. Well, I um, imagine being out of the back of tank is a good start. Uh, she's gonna like look down at the dishes in her hand, and she's like, "I, I just, I, I, I'm so busy right now." I understand. I gotta get some rest anyway. Please, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll catch up to you though. We'll connect soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I will go find a place to sleep. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, um, there's not other side effects that he doesn't know about. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Uh, so, bunk? Yep. Okay. Sounds good. So, you, you guys crash in bunks, you guys crash in rooms, correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. Alright. Uh, <laughs> uh, ah! <laughs> Probably, like, as I walk past Sonata, I'm gonna, like, squeeze his knee. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dick move. I'm gonna grab him by his little hair top <laughs> <laughs> from the upper bunk. Snap! <laughs> Glad you're still alive. Oh, you're out. Holy shit! You're like a cotton ball. <laughs> it'll, it'll dissipate in a couple days. I hope. Uh, yeah, your armor's gonna look really weird on that. <laughs> like I am wearing my armor. <laughs> like pull my one like bandolier that I have. Oh, <laughs> like oh, oh, it's there. It's you're gonna like reach in and you're gonna like like summon it from the depths. <laughs> and then you're gonna put it back. Oh. It's gonna disappear again. Okay, camouflage. <laughs> Sounds good. Now the coppers won't know that I'm packing. There's so many things wrong with that statement. Um, <laughs> Can we give him a thousand balloon animals and teach him force lightning? <laughs> Unlimited power! Uh, uh, and I'll plop in my cot and go to sleep. Plop in your cot. Sounds good. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Plopping pops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stop plop. the plop. Patch jokes. We agree. Thanks. Right. So uh, it's actually fairly simple for most of you just to descend into a quick, deep sleep. You guys have been working nonstop for days, so every chance of rest that you can get comes easily and blissfully. Um, you uh, drift off, and you spend most of you spend the majority of your night comfortable and uh, dreaming sweet things. Um, Cleaver, you don't dreaming <laughs> sweet things, but Cleaver. 
But wait, there's more. Why <laughs> wait? <laughs> Cleaver, uh, I got you, uh, you've been feeling very odd since that mm-hmm. situation that happened back in the construction zone. Mm-hmm. That strange creature seemed to almost crawl out of your skin and attack those droids. Um, you remember feeling dazed and sort of vacant. Um, There's a little piece of me missing. A little tired, yeah. Like uh, like uh, a lot, like some kind of toll has been taken from you. Um, and you've been ravenously hungry and uh, like just trying to eat and drink and rest and basically try to get into your already aching bones some semblance of relief. And you've been just kind of stuffing your face. Um after working all day and kind of uh, binging, you're just ready to kind of like fall into a food coma and just let it just 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 saturate back into your skin a bit. Um, however, uh, you remember you, you you get this feeling as you're sleeping, kind of like an unconscious hunger. You know, like mm. like you ate a bunch and then you went to bed and then. It's almost as if you didn't eat. Like you're you. It's that feeling of being like, oh god, I'm so hungry, but I don't want to like get out of bed. Yeah. You know? Like, um, but it gets really painful, and it starts to get really uncomfortable. After like 20 minutes, I'll probably like sit up, roll out of my bunk, and I'll probably head out to the main area and order some food. Okay. You definitely do sit up, uh, and you find yourself in the bunk area of the Obsidian Agenda, but you are alone. There's oh. no one else in the room when you wake up. How many people were there when I crashed? Probably about half a dozen. So no is- alarms going off or anything? Make a perception check. Average perception check. Um, can I get one more? Uh, oh, average two, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Any sort of uh, setbacks or anything? Um, don't. That's a triumph. That is two, two success, success, one threat, one triumph. Three success. Three success. Three success with a triumph. Okay. Because of your triumph, um, you notice that uh, there's a slight instability to the floor. Um, so you mm. kind of like get up and you're like, is there a fire alarm? Do people get uh, what? Are, you know, like I don't know what's going on. And you can kind of feel like there's kind of an inconsistency with like the gravity of this place, like you're walking. Okay. Um, and as you kind of like concentrate on it, you get this feeling of like deja vu. Like, okay, I felt this this uneasy feeling before and you're kind of having difficulty placing it uh, until you kind of get this sick feeling of being like on a ship. Like it's unstable. It's like a sea ship or a spaceship? A spaceship. Like, uh, is the uneasy shoot. feeling similar to that which I felt right before uh, HK decided to like bore into my chest? That was not HK. They're, they, they're all the same. <laughs> they're all droids of the same. Hey, we're not all the same. <laughs> You're not playing a droid That's speechist. Um, is it against droids? That's up to... De- for <laughs> Welcome to the AI the debate. Star Wars universe. <laughs> this is a debate for Christmas. <laughs> That's true. It's a good call. Um, and as you kind of come to this understanding that it's starting to feel familiar, it's like hitting you with waves of nostalgia. And it's almost as if your memory of the events um, sort of trigger a palate change. 
Mm. And as you're watching the walls that are kind of covered in that that slight um, like neon night green that's uh, inside the bunker, um, when the when the lights are dimmed for nighttime, mm-hmm. uh, slowly begins to drift towards the red spectrum, mm. and you can kind of get this sound of keening metal mm-hmm. coming through the walls and from the distance, and you kind of get that pulsing sound to it, and you're like, well, there's the alarm, you know, the alarm has started to come into the into the space. The red glow seems to be particularly bright out the exit of the um, of the bunk area that you're in right now. Is there only one exit? One there entrance is. exit? I am going to try to calm the group. I'm going to assume it's probably dead. You don't even have a calm. Oh. Alright. Do I recognize that that's weird? So your pack of stuff is uh, usually in a um, a crate at the end of, mm-hmm. the, of the bunk, basically. Um, and uh, you look down and you see that your pack is missing, but you mm. see your axe leaning up against the wall, and uh, as well as the staff, too. Okay. In their usual places. Unfortunately, they're just too long to be put into a yeah. the, 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 the foot crate. So you kind of just set them next to your bunk, and you're like, no one is stupid enough to take a Wookiee's freaking scythe axe and, and uh, Portosa's staff. So uh, you do see those there. I will sling the axe over my shoulder, and I will wield the Magna Guard staff. Okay. And I'm going to head towards the exit. I would like you to make a hard discipline check. Bruh. That's not good. No, that's a no. no from him. Okay. So you're. I gotta prepare for whatever's gonna happen in here. Last time I get, I, I keep getting ripped apart and things happen. <laughs> so you grab your axe and you're like, I'm gonna be ready for it. And as you grab it, it starts to burn in your. And just immediately you just, ah, 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 as it starts to sear your flesh. And almost you can feel... Am I unable to let it go? No. So you try to pull your fingers away from it, and it's like it's welded itself to your hand. Mm. As this glowing bread, uh, bread, uh, red... Glowing bread. (laughs) Bread heat is best. I'm on the kibble thing still. (laughs) Bread. Uh, This glowing red burning like this, the, the, uh... The metal is superheating where you touch it, begins to spread through it like veins, and it slowly starts to gr- to to glow and in- grow in intensity and just flare up. And as you do, you can uh, as it does, you can see that the handle begins to melt and shift and deform as it's being basically like ripped apart by this sudden energy that's flowing through it, and it slowly starts to bend and wilt in your hand as you can't shake it from your grasp and eventually it just burns and melts down onto the ground descending in cinders um, leaving your hand uh, in pain but intact but the axe is gone however as you look down to where your hand was holding it throughout the throughout the uh, tips of your finger all the way down to your wrist you see those same red veins of light as if they were superheated as well However, you feel something strange as you do. Um, there's 
that gnawing hunger inside of you that, that is what originally provoked you to consciousness. Yeah. However, as you look down at the burning sensation in your hand, it is super painful. But you can feel almost this sense of relief traveling up your arm. Like, it had pins and needles, and the blood circulation was slowly starting to return to it. And as it does, that hunger in your stomach kind of dissipates a little bit. Weird. Yeah, like you were craving, like, like water or iron or something like yeah. that. And you just kind of like, ooh. That's that's really weird. <laughs> it's, it's better, but it's not good. Yeah, it's definitely uh, it's definitely an alien sensation to you, and the the sheer strangeness of it uh, almost makes you sick because you're you you feel uh, conflicting feelings that shouldn't be manipulated the way that they are. Yeah, I am going to kind of sit back down on my bunk and just kind of stare at my hand for probably probably two or three minutes. It doesn't even take that long. Matter of seconds before your hand goes back to normal. Sure. Uh, still be like just processing all of this stuff. And then I will stand back up. I'm going to leave the Cortosis staff where it's at. And then I'm going to head towards the exit. Okay. As you do, you recognize that the lobby area is fairly dark and uh, fairly um, uh, inscrutable. You can't really kind of see what's going on. Sure. Uh, and as you step through it, you kind of realize that it's not the lobby area that you're used to. Um, normally you see several tables and vid screens and things like that, but now what you see are crates and um, messed up pieces of metal and, and scrap. Um, and you notice that the walls are completely the wrong shape. They are familiarly rectangular and boxy, and you recognize this as the hangar bay of the... Uh, the hold. Yeah, the hold of the Night Stalker. Ghost. I kind of look around. Go ahead and make a hard discipline check. That is a nope. No. Man, they're not rolling well. No, I'm not. Um. So you call out, and you hear. A strange sound. Um, There's the siren going off that has been kind of just wailing, pulsing, waxing and waning over and over again. Um, And there's an almost an undertone of like static to it, though. That comes in irregular, non uh, repetitive nature, uh, bursts of it. Um, And it kind of comes in for a little bit at an irregular pattern and then goes away. But uh, you are still alone in the room. I'm going to look back through the doorway that I just came through. Is, it's are, not there. You turn around and the wall's there. Figured. You're like, I'm starting to get a, get a hold of this. <laughs> it's, it's Lucid dreaming is the worst. Yeah. It's really and exciting, is but it is the worst. Hyper <laughs> lucid. Yeah. 
it feels real. It feels as if you are actually standing there. Your senses are not dull at all. Like, they usually are in a dream in retrospect. Yeah. You kind of, like, think back. It's like, well, yeah, I definitely, when I got shot, I didn't feel like I got shot, you know, like, or when I fell, I didn't actually, like, feel the pain of it. I thought I felt the pain. This is like, you feel the cold floor beneath your paws, and you hear the siren as it just, like, hurts your eardrums. You are in a very, as far as your senses can tell, very real place. I am going to head towards the... I'm going to head towards a data pad that... Or a, a station that would have access to computers. The uh, only stations that you uh, know of is that there's the... I say the main computer, but what it is is the main console that controls the airlock. Because sure. uh, the, the bay has a has a large sort of like 6x10 um, uh, like trap door that opens up and lets things come in and out of the, of the, the ship's uh, hold. And then there's the console by the door, which actually connects to um, like ship systems and ship comms and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I was thinking more of like making my way to the, the meeting room. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's uh, the meeting room would be through the main door that gets you back into the sort of fuselage. Okay, the, yeah, the, then the I'll structure. I'll head that way. So you go up to the door and like many times before it is empty. Or I'm sorry, it is locked. It's locked. locked. Sorry, yeah. locked. That is a much different thing. Hmm. Well, this is getting old. <laughs> I'm going to look around and see if any of the, the like, people and things that I've interacted with in previous iterations are around if I've missed stuff or if things have changed. Okay. Give me an average perception. I just need one of those purples. There you go, bud. Destroyed it. Okay. Uh, as you seem to recall the details of what's in the room, it's almost as if they begin to apparate. Mm. So you kind of look around, and it's like, there's nothing there of real interest, but you're like, but wouldn't there crates? And then you look back, and yes, there's crates there. And you're like, well, wasn't there a giant pile of scrap metal? And then it's there now. Uh, it's You can't quite remember it being there before, but you also don't disremember it. It's sure. kind of like... Oh, yeah, that, that makes sense that that was there, right? Yeah, because I remember it being there. Yep. And as you do, the room seems to take a more solid shape. It seems to feel more filled in. Um, and looking back, you're kind of like... It seemed foggy like when I first walked in here, but now it's different. Things are more but only clear. only through retrospect do you get that. Um, however, as you're kind of looking around, um, you're like, okay, this is, this is, this is more in, in the way it should be. You turn around... And there is a giant eye staring through the uh, window of the door that goes into the main fuselage. It is large. It is sort of an orange coloration, and it has a large slitted... Um, like Eye of Sauron style? Yes. Oh, boy. And it is staring <laughs> at you through the glass. Does it remind me of the kind of color palette and textures... Of what I've seen in the stone. Absolutely. Okay. As you're watching, there seems to be those sideways uh, membranes that close over the eye and then open again. And you hear this deep, rumbling like sound throughout the entire whole of the, of the ship that you're in. 
Um, uh, you can definitely tell it's coming from the other side of the door, but it's faint and it is very low base, but it shakes the very foundations of the room you're in. I'm going to instinctively reach for my necklace. Okay. That uh, as you reach for it, much like other things in the room, you suddenly feel it there, and you grab it, and there f- appears to be like a warmth there. Um, like a very hot warmth. But it's different from what you felt when your hands were burning. It's more of like, as you grab it, you feel like your hands were super cold, and then they get run under hot water. Mm. And so it's like good, but also kind of like an intense feeling. Um, and you look down, and it has sort of a resonating orange glow to it. I'm going to pull it off. I'm just going to hold it up. Hello? The uh, optical illusion of the eye inside of the, the pearl seems to stare back at you only unblinkingly. I'm going to look at the one in the window. Look at the necklace. Mm-hmm. Window. Necklace. Window. It's pretty strange, isn't it? Do I recognize the voice at all? Yes and no. Clear. So it comes from behind you, uh, and you instinctually turn around to see. No, oh, you don't. No, absolutely, absolutely not. There's a voice in the dark behind you. Then, very much so. Who are you? <laughs> if there's no response, then I'll finally look. Mm-hmm. You see behind you, sitting on a crate, is a silhouette that appears familiar. Uh, the undercut, the loose kind of rat tail, the uh, poofy jacket, uh, pale skin, uh, ashen color, blonde hair, um, gaunt features of ghost. Uh, however, running up and down his face and clothes, you see this strange cracking, uh, as if the very fabric of his being is uh, have fissures running through it. And in some places, you you see as he kind of like holds up um, like a stogie and he kind of like takes a, a puff of it. His skin seems to flare with the same orange glow that like the end of his, uh, yep. his, his stogie has as if he, he himself is sort of immolating and as he blows it out it holds there for a second and then slowly starts to recede deeper into his skin and he's just kind of sitting there. Hey bud. Do you remember last time we met here? If you remember it, I remember it. That's what I, that was my question. I'm not doing well. No. In fact, I'd say terrible. I wouldn't say terrible. There is <laughs> a lack of ghost usual poppy. Yeah. To this person. Yep. You hear Ghost's voice and you see Ghost um, in his sort of like burnt features, his like, his horribly disfigured uh, qualities, but the voice that comes out of him is almost oily. Like, um, it, 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 it flows out like thick smoke. Sure. Um, and does not seem to fit his features. Is that thing, uh, the thing that burst out of me? 
I don't know why I'm asking you questions, because you only know what I know, but... It makes me feel better. I know very many things. Is, is this that? In a very convoluted way. From a perspective, yes. You're the most helpful person I've ever met. From a certain point of view. Time and space inside your own head work a little funny. So the way that you Mm. perceive something is not necessarily the way that we perceive it in the waking world. But They don't think it'd be like it is. But but it do. But it do. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh... How did I get out of here last time? Shock to your system. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. That wasn't pleasant. No, your subconscious keeps drawing you back here. And as long as this place exists, you'll find your way back here over and over again. Any idea where the Night Stalker is? Mm-hmm. Mm. But it's always up here for you, isn't it? Among many other things. Can't let it go. How could I? Do you know why it's so important to you? There's a lot of stuff happened here. A lot of stuff that I can't ever let go of. You know that this is not the real Night Stalker. It's not the fake Night Stalker. Oh, you're very true. It's it's your Night Stalker. Why do you think uh, you keep this place as your vault? Do you want the real answer or the answer I'd give most people? Well... This is your mind, so feel free to do whatever you want. That's fair. Because I really fucking like that pillow fort, and it's the only place in this entire verse that I feel comfortable. Mm. Please. Life's not about being comfortable. Then why do you bring yourself to be tempted by it? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Probably because there's something much bigger than I've ever faced that is staring at me out that window that I don't know how to beat. As you, sorry, I didn't interrupt you. No, you're good. But as you say, uh, there's something much bigger staring at me, he's going to chuckle, and then as you gesture to the thing just outside the door, you can see he loses his mirth. Hmm. Goes back and takes another sort of like clenched teeth puff of the uh, stone. You know those are bad for you. According to you, I'm already dead. Well, no, according to you, you're already dead. We got a mission from you saying that you were killed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's not according to me. Is it? This is your mind. Again, that crackle through the intercom. Uh, Go ahead and make a hard perception check. Uh, can I get three yellow and three purple? I'm gonna go ahead and flip a destiny point on this one. Ooh, spicy. One more green. Yeah. It's a spicy one. Those. Wow. Nope. That's a nope. 
I mean, that one's canted technically, but yeah. But it's as good as it could have been. It's as good as it could have been. One failure, three advantage. All right. Fuck. So I will give you through the advantage that you hear this irregular pattern of sounds, and what it sounds like is it sounds like the cadence of a voice Mm. being translated into the beat of static. Mm, So like. Like, you and I are talking, we have our pacing, but it's... Yep. Yep. Hmm. I guess I never really considered the possibility of you not being dead. If you think I'm dead, then this is your brain, so I'm, I'm dead then. That doesn't make it... If you were dead, then you wouldn't be talking to me. Well, let's be clear. The only thing I'm interested in is what goes on in here. The outside world is your business. That's fair. Do you know... I'll be right back. I'm going to go look for something. I'm going to go rummage around in the, the pillow fort and see if I can find one of the holocrons. See if I can get it to manifest. Uh, so... You Whichever one I spent the most time with. Go ahead and make a hard discipline check. No. What is that? Two green and uh, three purple. I do it. You do it. You do it. With a headache. So you go up to your bed and you're headache. like... This is where I keep my secret stuff. This is where I keep my important stuff. And there is a gnawing sense of... I didn't hold on to the holocrons when I had them. Uh, Zeke almost jealously guarded them as soon as they were obtained from the temple. He he definitely like lets them be publicly used, but he always locks them away, basically. like There's no chance that these are outside of the safe. And as you move the sort of hatch to go over to your secret place... There is a glowing, uh, like, uh, hexagonal uh, prism of the Hulk. I'm going to pick it up. I'm just going <laughs> to... That's not good. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It doesn't make any sense. I'm going to go out to where Ghost is. I'm going to set it down. I'm just going to sit in front of it, cross-legged. And I'm just going to kind of slip into meditation. You're not going to find any answers in there that you don't uh, have stored in here. I won't find answers, but I'll find less distractions than that ungodful alarm. Why don't you turn it off? Because I haven't gotten that far yet. Shut up. I'm gonna spend like I'm gonna spend like two minutes meditating just out of principle to spite myself slash ghost, and then I'll uh, focus on trying to turn off the alarm. Mm. So you go up to it. Uh, the console appears dead, but make a hard uh, discipline check. You might as well just keep the discipline. I was gonna say. Can I get one more yellow? Or sure putting ranks in discipline. Yeah, right. Oh, no wash. Nope. Nope. Okay. Uh, as you go up to it, you start pressing the buttons in order to turn it off, and you feel like it's weird because there's no power, 
but you feel like your progress has a bit of give to it somehow. Hmm. But you're just like, the power's off. There's no way I could turn the alarm off. And therefore, you're unable to turn the alarm off. I'm going to go back to meditating. I'm going to give Ghost the finger. That's why I don't turn it off. Because I tried, and I failed. I don't know why I'm getting frustrated at you. You're you're me, and... You want to give it a shot? (laughs) Thank you. Mm -hmm. I hate you a little. Mm -hmm. That is sort of the popular opinion in your heart. You and your I wouldn't extend that to the group. I think that you and I had a very different history than the rest of the gang. Well, last time I was here, I didn't really have a way out. Without a little help. There is a sudden, like, explosion of force from the door where the eyeball was. Uh, and it bows out with it and then goes back. And you can definitely get a sense that whatever the eye creature there is attempts to slam against it. And does not give. It was a question of whether I uh, try to open the door or not. Mm-hmm. What do you do? I'm going to use my uh, force sense to try and reach out to it. Okay. It was whether I physically reach out to it or me- or mentally how, how, and emotionally. How does your force sense work as far as finding specific information? Do you need to make a roll for that? Uh, it. I need to make sure that I've got enough... Uh... <laughs> Uh, open yourself up which suddenly causes all of the electronics in the room to start just going on the fritz Uh, it's as if the frequency of your perceptions is interfering with everything in the room and you hear ghost or what appears to be ghost chuckle behind you and as you do uh, your senses kind of uh, go out and then in and then fold in upon themselves and you find this weird sense of uh, um not knowing which way is up or down or things like that or where it is. Uh, You sense something, though. um, I would say... uh, What what was your your total there? Too dark. dark. Too dark, okay. You're successfully able to reach out, but what you feel on the other side of that door is a... cold predatory Mm. instinctual drive that desperately wants to get through the door Um, and you get the sense that it's doing so because of its self-preservation its self-preservation? yes, you feel a sense of I need to get in there in order to survive 
and whatever it is is trying to basically break the door down as you do that. Can I distinguish or determine it saying, I need to survive, or projecting, I need to survive by escaping the situation I'm in, or I need to survive by consuming what it is that I'm looking at? Uh, I'm not sure how to answer that. So, it's just, fill that by me one more time. You, you specifically mentioned that it's a cold, predatory presence. Mm-hmm. So, my question is... Can I determine its nature as one that is looking to, looking at me as prey, or looking at self-preservation as I need to get somewhere that is not where I'm at currently in going through the door? You can't get with your role that specific. Okay. Um, it is uh, disturbed and agitated and wants to rip through the door. Um, as you reach out and you're kind of focusing on that you get this strange vibration from the ghost um, and as you kind of feel it you kind of get this sense of like uh, it's you picture it it's an image in your head you get the familiar senses of like what ghost smells like and the sound of his voice and things like that um, but there's something else there um, something hot something nauseating, something um, uh, not right that seems slightly disjointed with the image of, of Ghost behind you. There's something inside... It's like one of the giant mod things that I've seen at the end of most of the visions. Yes. So you feel that just below the cracked exterior of Ghost that there's something fiery and yeah. corrosive that uh, is sort of swimming inside of of the image behind you. Um, and as you kind of focus on it, it <coughs> smiles this kind of almost sinister, knowing smile that you've kind of reached out to it. And you uh, are seeing something deeper. What is it that you want? Unity. For what? The universe. You have the potential for perfection. You should embrace it. I'm far from perfect. So become. Do not let the laws of nature hold you down. Do not let your own weakness prevent you from achieving what you are destined to be. I can give that to you. Oh, I feel there like... There's a slam at the door. <laughs> before you destroy yourself. But I won't. Sounds like... Greater. Sounds like you're promising me power. I'm promising you only what you are capable of. But you said that you were... I was capable of perfection. You are. That's what I promise you. This feels like the exact opposite of a lesson that Zeke tried to teach me many times. <laughs> Zeke is not one that would understand the trials that you've gone through. Zeke and his vaunted morality and his 
dreams of, of revenge are self-absorbed in their... No more self-absorbed than me going off on benders for weeks at a time. Right. You don't need that. What do I need? Perfection. Mm. You need to grow more. You need to be more than you are. This is going to get really dangerous. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> no, no, no. It's the natural way of things. I am going to... I am going to kind of pull inward mentally and... As you do, (laughs) you feel a burning ember within you growing as the sort of fear and the doubt and the unusual situation, your sense of self-preservation begins to build. And as you feel this kernel inside you begin to glow, you feel rather than you see the silhouette of your side backs. Mm. Where do I sense it? It's in, it's it's as if you're drawing upon it. Hmm. You feel like it's as your hand begins to burn, as if you can almost feel that hot metal in your hand again. And you kind of get this wavering sense of, you know, like, do I want to? Do I want to what? Feel it again. Oh. I'm going to wrap my hand as if I'm holding the the axe. You feel it come into a familiar grip. And you, you, you imagine desperately trying to, like, this is, this is how I would hold it. And you hear, kind of like, as you're focusing down on this unfamiliar feeling, you hear this voice again, closer, approaching. Don't resist it. You can find perfection in unity. I'm gonna die. Not <laughs> <laughs> feeling too comfortable in your bunk over there? You know what? If this is how I go out... <laughs> I am going to... So I've got one hand grasping what is presu- presumably the axe. Burning hot. I'm going to use the other hand to break my necklace off of my neck, and I'm mm-hmm. going to drop it, and I'm going to swing as I am forcing this axe into being in an attempt to destroy the necklace. And as you do, as you swing it down, for the briefest of seconds, you see the smoldering, burning, like, flaming weapon in your hand that has taken the shape and is slowly trying to burn its way into existence, the scythe axe that you've you've been wielding, and you raise it over your hand, and in a brief moment that you bring it down, uh, you you hear from the voice behind you just... (laughs) As you 
smash it down, and there is a roar of just keening pain that comes from on the other side of the door, and the whole structure of the place that you're in begins to shift and buck as whatever it is just rocks the ship around. You feel an immediate blast of pain run through your core, and you are suddenly just thrown off of your feet, and you wake up in a cold sweat in your bunk. There's no axe in my hand? No, but your hand burns like a motherfucker. There's no dead people around me? Nope. It's quiet. That's a fucking win. Yep. I'm going to look at my hand, and... As as I look at it, I'm going to have to focus really, really, really hard because my brain just kind of automatically imprints the same kind of glowing veins that I saw the first time, mm-hmm. and I can't really tell if it's real or not, and then as my eyes finally adjust to the light, I'll see that it's not actually there, and it's... Make a hard discipline check. I don't like you. <laughs> discipline. Uh, hard discipline check. Nope. No. Uh, no. One failure. You feel a tingling, a burning in your hand, but you do not find any lines or axes or anything like I that. I want to grab for my necklace. It's not there. I'm going to search the area. Okay. As you get up, you feel a strange tension. Like, as you get up, there's resistance to as you're moving. And as you look down all over your skin, there is these strange, veiny membranes coming out of your fur, attaching to various points of your bunk. And as you see it and you come to recognize it, you instinctually pull away, which rips them. Look, guys, I have cilia! And as they rip, they immediately begin to crumble into nothing. And they just, just turn into, like, basically less than dust and just disintegrate around you. And the whole webbing that kind of was attached to various parts of your body just crumbles away, leaving you alone and whole in your bunk as far as you can tell. Alright. How many people are in the room? There's the usual half dozen. You see your uh, group is sleeping? How far away is Sonata? (laughs) Sonata is uh, probably a bunk over. Alright, I am going to... Definitely probably also zone. on the top bunk. Definitely, <laughs> definitely in the kill zone. So you can hang your legs off of <laughs> uh, I, I am going to basically... I'm almost as tall as he is. Mm-hmm. I'm going to basically grab his bunk and just like shift it so that it like shifts enough that it's pretty much guaranteed to wake him up. Make a uh, average perception check first. Hey, you yeah, do it. You got it. Okay. As you make your way time. over there, you go up to reach up to his uh, his bunk, and you remember that between you two, seeing as you're one bunk away, is the sort of like bulkhead divider, mm. uh, and you remember that your equipment is stashed right there, basically leaning up against the wall, and as you look, you see only the staff. Only the staff? Only the staff. The axe is not there. What about the rest of my shit? It's still there. 
shit. Is the necklace there? Uh, so you looked around, and uh, before shaking Sonata, you look on the ground and you see a um, small spherical object and uh, a tied to a string lying on the ground. Um, as you kind of like look down in the greens of the light, you see that it's somewhat smoky. It's uh, faded. Mm. You still see the telltale marks of sort of like the uh, dark core and the starburst. Um, uh, image uh, of that kind of gave you that indication of, or that that imagery of an eye, like eternally staring back at you. But it seems dull. It's either really good or really bad. I'm gonna put it back around my neck, and I'm gonna go shake Sonata's bunk. Mm-hmm. Sonata, you are shaken awake by a Wookie. So when my bunk shifts down. I'm gonna like instinctually like reach. I'm assuming that like I set my rifle somewhere that I can get to it in the bunk. Did you? Yeah, probably. I mean, there's no reason why I wouldn't. You're sleeping with a sniper rifle, sure. It's not a sniper rifle. It's, it's his body pillow. Rifle. It's his body pillow. It could be. Hashtag yeah. ship it. So like, <laughs> so he his, shifts his the rifle bunk, is his waifu, and like I do this little it's like his rifle. This little like. Uh, pop-up roll, so I don't come up off the bunk, I just kind of roll and bring it around and like, so it probably comes out like <laughs> as, as it comes around, I'm just gonna like yeah <laughs> what the I think you broke that broke what? that, I'm gonna point at the bunk where you pulled down uh, on it we'll, we'll deal with that later uh, what's going on? Shoulder. I uh, you, uh, I'm gonna preference preface this with I haven't had any drugs. You had alcohol kibble. That's true. Does that count? No, we won't count that. Okay, I haven't had any drugs. Okay, and then I'm going to walk him through exactly what happened. This is like one of those drug dreams that you had before. Yeah, but where you tore up a room and almost killed somebody. Yeah. Okay. Is anybody dead? I didn't see anybody. You look around the room, and people seem to be in their bunks. There doesn't seem to be a lot in the way of furniture moved or unusual. Um, it seems to be exactly as you saw it when you went to bed. Maybe one additional person has entered a bunk since you've gone to bed. Okay. There's no actual damage here. Nobody except for that bunk. Nobody's dead. It's not the same. Because last time, what you did there, you did. Yeah. Last time it was... I mean, improving. But, like, the rebels told me that I was infected and that I was beyond help. And then yeah. these keep happening, and I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do. So, what if the thing on the other side of the wall wasn't bad? Are you saying I should let it in? I don't know. What if it wasn't bad? You said that when you tried to talk to it, that it was 
like a self-preservation thing. Yeah. But everything there is you. So it's your self-preservation trying to get in the room. Did I just kill my will to live? <laughs> I, I doubt that very much. But if everything in these visions is you, and you feel that a but thing... But that's, that's what I, I don't... I don't think everything in that vision is me. No, because I think you got some stupid shit in there. Hey, that wasn't me. No, but it tried... It came out of you before... And if it's in there and trying to get out of you again... Yeah, but look at it. It's different. What did you do to it? I hit it with an axe in a vision. Make a... uh, uh, Hard perception check. Hard perception. Mm -hmm. I need... uh, One yellow, two green, and three purple. I believe you uh, discount any setbacks from light. From environment? From environment. Yeah, I, I removed there two would, environmental setbacks. There would be because of the lighting, but... Uh, yeah. I it Hunter out. abilities. <laughs> oh. oh, that actually works out all right. Noise. Two success. Okay. So, uh, you've known Cleaver for a long time, and he has worn this pearl for Broken a for ages. As you look... Uh, you kind of come into this remem- like you remember that he wore yes a fractured pearl around his neck. Yeah. Uh, and you yeah. notice that, and you remember that after it was found delivered here to the Obsidian Agenda, that it was whole, and that there was it was seamless and it was great and it was good, um, all relative. Um, however, as you look closely, you can see the smallest hint of like a hairline fracture inside the, the pearl. Oh, like inside it. Yeah. So like you remember it being cracked basically like down most of its its body and where it was cracked there's this slight just slight line through it. I can control time. You broke your pearl. What? Right there. The tiny little thing. Um, I'll like get a data pad or something to give them a little bit of light. That helps. And as the light begins to shine through the pearl, illuminating it, you can see that a lot of its color is very kind of dull now. Like like huh. with the pattern, it is not the uh, sort of the bright blood red that it was uh, earlier. It's kind of almost like a rose now. Mm. Um, little ashy in color. Uh, but as the light kind of... Is that the through, color that it was when I first got it? It's closer. Okay. Um, in fact, do you remember when you first got the pearl, it was actually closer to clear. Um, and that the, the both the sort of bronzy crimson color that it was and also the pattern uh, have taken shape recently okay. for you. Um, and they have they been off this way before. But the light shines through it and you can see that filtering is uh, a slight um, distortion where you can trace it into a, a, a fracture. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what you did to it, but I, that doesn't look like it did last time we saw it. I don't know. I think I need to go see Grace or... yeah. Something. Yeah, that seems like a really good idea. Uh, I'm gonna stab myself with one of my uh, organ failure drugs. You s- slowly start to feel better. 
You feel a sense of relief as the kind of burning, itchy, tingly feeling in your extremities that was very present, uh, but you didn't recognize kind of like the shape you were in because it was everywhere and it was constant, and that slowly begins to fade, and you feel this sense of relief start to come over you. And you're like, oh, I was definitely feeling the effects of my illness. And it's kind of scary, too, because you didn't even recognize it at first until you started feeling the contextual difference differences. Alright, so I'm gonna give you one of these. I'm gonna hand you one of the blood blood cleansers. Okay. You're down to three. Uh, I'm at I have I have three, so now I have two and he has one. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and we're just marking it as blood cleanser. Yeah. Um, it's basically an oh shit when my symptoms get really bad, I pop it and uh a cocktail of antiviral, antibacterial, immunoboosters, and blood cleansers um, go in. So, fun fact, when half of your organs are failing, you don't necessarily think well enough to realize that that's what's happening. Mm. So, the next time I'm freaking out, like any of that, Give me that. Okay. Just, like, stab me in the chest with it. That's Don't... one of the things from Grace. Though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've got a prescription. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um. This is why we need money. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, I'm going to go talk to Grace. Should I let anybody else know? Uh, at this point... Maybe not. Let him sleep. We can talk about it on the drive to Bayside. Later that sounds today. good. I'm going to go down to the Med Bay. Okay. The Med Bay is currently um, not occupied, being basically the middle of the night. Um, however, as soon as you enter a room, uh, almost as if by proximity, one of the uh, orbs, that uh, mm. one of the basically droids that she has with her, pops off of the wall and comes around and... Uh, kind of like hovers up in front of you as if to interface. And you hear a tinny voice say, um, input command. Scan for organ failure. There's a, a brief kind of like clicking and processing sound, like a hard drive moving. Um, and then it uh, uh, it basically says, why um, uh, on the table? I will do so. Okay. It goes up and it begins to uh, run a scan over you through its uh, projector port, basically. Like it's got like a little like um, like a droid eye slot type thing, um, but they are more like dishes than they're actually like lenses. Uh, and it begins to uh, kind of like filter this 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 um, uh, um, clean but uh, uh, what's the, what am I trying to think of here? Um, faint light, basically, mm-hmm. over you. Uh, and uh, it's going to pop up a series of readings on a nearby console. Um, it doesn't appear to have the complexity to be able to describe that, but the information is posted there. I am going to uh, look for a, like, notepad. There's some data pads around here. Yeah. Okay, I, w- I will grab one and just kind of jot stuff down, mm-hmm. and I'll send it to one of their 
comlines just so that they have access to it. Yeah. Because, like, it's not going to make any fucking sense to me unless there's, like, a layman's term mm-hmm. readout. It is uh, very much uh, medical jargon for okay. the most part. A lot of um, numbers and graphs and things like that. But there is a synopsis part of it because apparently you... Uh, if you get a checkup when Grace is not here, there are some basic print-offs, and it, uh, it roughly describes um, both that you have uh, the medication in your system, a high dosage of it right now because you just applied it, but you also see a high blood toxicity of an unknown source mm. that is currently, um, as the scandal is happening, declining. Okay. So you can definitely you're like, oh, yeah, well, that's, so that's... That, that's exactly what it was supposed to be. I'm going to basically go to what would normally be like the waiting area, and I'm just going to kind of sit down and lean against a wall and pass out. Mm-hmm. And you do. Uh, sleep takes you pretty hard. Um, you are very uh, you are very exhausted, and even though you slept for half the night, uh, whatever happened to you, you feel very much uh, drained again. Um, and you pass out, and you will sleep your rest of the way through the night blissfully without any dreams. Cool. You guys wake up in the morning. Ah, I feel great. <laughs> yeah, what does he feel like? As he falls asleep again. Great. Immediately. Um, he wakes up, uh, and he kind of like, mm, it's nice to be in, like, solid, tactile environments, and not, like, gelatin, you know? And, you uh... You kind of stretch, and you can kind of put your arms out, and you can kind of, like, do whatever you want. You have a little bit of freedom as you kind of, like, flop around in normal gravity, uh, and then you hurt, <laughs> and uh, you feel a uh, horrendous wave of nausea overtake you, and you have moments. <clears throat> Your, mo- your moments are dwindling. You know what isn't dwindling, though? <gasps> Sulabon, thank you so much for those bits! Hey! I appreciate that. Bits, thank bits, you bits, so bits, much. Bits, 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 bits. That's a hint that you're gonna puke, by the way. You have moments. I sprint towards the nearest, uh... Refresher? Yes. Lavatory. Uh, you make it there, and it is... Fantastically unoccupied, and you go up there and you ralph all of your breakfast from, from last night. Now you're gonna have to eat twice as much. Congratulations! He's Greg Progenitant. Progenitant. Magic with the tickle, bitch. <laughs> what the fuck? You uh, feel <laughs> awful. The prick like, like, last night, Bender awful. I'm going to walk into the bar area. The bar area? You're downstairs. Oh, yeah, you're not even anywhere near the bar area. I'm bro. going there. Okay, so you, you, uh... <clears throat> all right. <clears throat> and you kind of slowly start to make your way out. And you, okay. And you start making your way out uh, of the lobby area. You, you're uh, thankfully once you've uh, uh, vacated, you feel stable, and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm okay, okay, I'm probably okay. And you make your way up to the bar area. I need the pink stuff. 
The bottle. Do you, do you go to the lounge, uh, the lounge bar, or the the cantina bar? The lounge bar. Okay. You get a bottle of Moscato Life. Oh yeah. So uh, as you kind of walk up and you like slap down on the counter and you're like, I need the pink stuff. Dapper turns to him. Like, what? <gasps> the, the pink stuff. What are you talking about? <laughs> he looks horrified. <laughs> this Wookiee. There's a heaving Wookiee who just comes and drapes over his counter. And he kind of like like puts one claw up to his forehead and scratches under his, his hat, kind of like steps back. Like, oh, he's wearing a hat? What kind of hat is it? It's the, the flat his little wide oh, Okay, okay, gotcha. Like, the, like, it's like a saucer, but just like a little bit above it. Uh, <laughs> uh If... If you need medicine, uh, Grace is the best. Yes. The, the Kens that I have aren't usually there to help in the morning. They're, they're... Go see Grace. Which one's Grace? The doctor. Oh, yeah, okay. She doesn't like me. Uh, I'm going to stand up, uh, kind of have a, a wretch moment. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> and slowly uh, walk down uh, towards the dock. As the elevator descends, you feel like, whoa, why is it moving so much? And you kind of have this this feeling of like, like being drunk, like, like the ground just kind of, uh, of of shifting a little bit, but then it kind of comes back, and you're like, okay, uh, I'm sure I'm good. Um, and by the time you make it back to the actual clinic, you are feeling somewhat more s- stable. <laughs> Immediately sleep. Having On been hammered in an elevator, I can vouch for the fact that feeling like it's a spiral elevator is the worst feeling ever. <laughs> it yeah. just sounds terrible. It really spiral is. You guys wake up and you, uh, you're, 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 you're in your rooms, aren't you? Yeah. So uh, you uh, probably come out of your room at a certain point, and just as you see the of fur <laughs> get into the elevator and just close behind them. You're like... R- Rio just shakes his head and turns around and goes back into his room. <laughs> I'm just imagining uh, a Wookiee walking with like the the cold sweats and the cold shivers mm-hmm. like up and down his spike and he's like super rigid and everything. Mm-hmm. So by the time you make it back there you see uh, Grace is currently in her morning ritual of um, basically making sure all of her, her tools are out in a neat line, um, getting ready for the day, and she's got a calf that she's sipping. And then she turns and she looks up at you, and she kind of holds the cup over her mouth and says, so how's the morning sickness? I need the pink. <laughs> wow! I I'm... gave you anti-nausea medicine. <laughs> I'm going to puke in a trash can. <laughs> roll, roll for trash can. <laughs> roll for trash can. Roll to hit the trash can. <sighs> she, she like lets the the cup drop and lets the smile fall from her face, um, just slow enough that you can see it. Um, and uh, she says, "The little syringe." <laughs> I'm gonna like reach for my bandolier, like checking like all of the little pockets. Uh, looking for it, uh, eventually finding it. Um, As a note, I wouldn't send you out if you had to return here every time your symptoms flared up. 
Please remember which pocket you put your medicine in from now on. Don't ever talk to me about saying that word again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna inject myself. Where's my droid? <laughs> You'll have to talk to your group about that. The only possessions I managed was your bandolier because it's the only thing you were wearing. I'll get one. We sold it for carts. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> As you, uh, you know where the droid is. You know where the droid is. Uh, after a moment, you kind of feel uh, what was a queasiness in your stomach begin to be replaced by a numbness, hmm. as if your nerves are deadening inside. Which is like, oh, that's great. That's where all my nausea was, and you feel like better. And now slept. And now I'm dead inside. <laughs> that is. Peak fur. Yep. <laughs> I feel really bad right now. Did you remember the one thing I told you was most important? It doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> was there something important? Is there something to remember? Is there something you told me yeah, that no, was vitally, uh, deadly important? <laughs> Walk back up to uh, the lounge. Mm-hmm. Hey, remember, don't go in this room and press the button. It makes the facility explode. Okay, I went in the room and I pressed the button. Now what we do? <laughs> All right. So, uh, you pass Cleaver on your way out, who has slinked against a wall and passed out. Nope. Bud? Hey there, uh, bud. Hey there, uh, bud. Hey there, buddy guy, uh, bud. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna start, like, playfully slapping the side of his head. Just, like, a little little taps. Hey there, buddy guy. The, like, the first moment <laughs> there's any contact... Cleaver's going, ah! Hey, there you are. How you doing? Let's go. I've had the worst night. Second. Fourth worst night. We ever. all have bad nights, dude. Let's not keep count. It's not a contest. It's... <laughs> it was not good. Um... Come on, we got trouble syrup. Yeah, alright. I'm gonna kind of like gingerly lift myself and uh, I'll follow. You good um, for breakfast? If you mean by breakfast, you're, breakfast, you're then yes. Point while this yeah, kind I'm, of just, breakfast I'm going there? by the uh, armory to pick up two reloads and the um, uh, grace to pick up two step backs. Yeah, if Grace says anything about any of the other wounds on me, I'm going to sneer at her and leave as best I can without her being able to see my mouth. <laughs> she does not say anything Good. other than that will be 50 credits and Good. then judges you. She so can hard. judge me silently all she wants. She wants too much money for me to heal there. <laughs> uh, as you turn, I have leave, three more days. Three more days. As you turn to leave, she says, How do you feel about experimental drugs? How do you feel about not getting paid? How do you feel about the experimental part being the payment? Uh. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard out here, folks. We're struggling. Struggle's real. Gotta make ends meet. All right, let's talk. You know what a doctor offers you drugs. There's a (laughs) metabolistic steroid that's uh, in experimental phases that I've got my hand on some of it. Um, If uh, if it works out, um, we'll help the healing process of uh, those wounded or suffering from uh, intense trauma. 
And it's some very nasty side effects attached to it. So you should be warned. However, I do have some medication that can help mitigate some of that. It has tremendous potential, and your friend Fur is only out of the back of the tank because we gave him a dose. Do wonders for your legs. But can it cure giant metal monsters bursting Fur, out of my chest? Fur pops in like all cartoony. Works great! <laughs> and that's how Han Jovi got into the pharmaceutical industry. Sell this shaft? It seems like a bad idea. But I suppose. Alrighty. I'm in bad enough shape that a bad idea is better than no idea. Alright, sounds like a plan. Please document any unusual symptoms or sensations that you might feel while on this medication. Uh, and she's going to go over to a canister on the side and she's going to open it up and there is going to be several um, like uh, syringes that are currently set up, sort of like stim packs, but with um, like hazard warning on them um, to like, what like do not grab this and inject yourself with this. Like, That's this is, the good shit. This is for like special like occasions, uh, and she will uh, <laughs> like she's Christmas. Gonna, she's going <laughs> to package it into a small, secure uh, like satchel, and she's going to give this give it to you, and she's going to say, "You can take it now, but the." Uh, as it takes effect, the uh, symptoms are at their worst. So I usually recommend taking it before you go to bed. So okay. you can sleep through the worst of it. Okay. She's then going to grab a small case that has several pouches of different medications, and she's going to run through it with you the same way that she ran through it with fur, which was basically for nausea, for um, uh, Charlie horses and, and muscle spasms. Oh, God. Um, the worst. For, Oh, all the different that. stuff. Try um, mouth. Try I'm going to write it down as stupid side effect meds. Yep. Stupid. So uh, by taking that, that's what mechanically, it, is. Just stupid it will side effects. Uh, accelerate your healing uh, of your crits um, by the same process as Bacta. However, it is a separate healing structure, meaning that once per day a crit will disappear while on this medication. Wow. Okay. Much like it was if you were dipped in Bacta. However, Bacta. the symptoms are extreme. Extreme! <laughs> Don't get you know, eliminated. Dim side effects. Though. Most extreme side effect challenge. Mm-hmm. We're going to be... I'm going to fall asleep in a puddle and I'm not going to be unconscious this time. I'm going to be like, I'm going to like lose feeling in my arms mid-combat. This is going to be the best. <laughs> Maybe, they're just clubs, man. Maybe you'll have the opportunity to have a projectile weapon if you really get nauseous during <laughs> combat again. Gross. Uh, puke on his face. Hey, I mean, that's a deterrent. <laughs> Clean your helmet out now. Crime deterrent. <laughs> Clean your helmet out. Wow. Oh, gross. Hell gross. Okay. Are we doing anything today other than the beating? No. No. Uh, so as but if recap- I can get away with it, Sonata intended to try and leave for the meeting without people knowing that he was doing that. Except that Zeke is going to show up at noon. Yeah, so Zeke is going to show up roughly around noon. 
Oh, I'm also going to 1.5 my vision to you guys. Right, except Fur was informed by these two that the meeting with Akla is at around noon. And I paid close attention to we that. You said early afternoon. No, I said early evening. No, I said we said early afternoon. Right. Not like around noon. But the, uh, but the actual meeting with Akla is early evening. Sure. So, like, I was good. Sonata was already going to try to sneak out to it without anybody noticing, but if y'all think it's at the wrong time, that helps me. <laughs> what do you guys do? I guess, uh, I don't have anything else to do today until Zeke shows up, um, and I will, I have no intention of going looking for him. He can come to us. Yeah, I guess we won't. We'll just take the day off. Okay. I will. A day off, day off in a nice. while. Mm-hmm. So, uh, is there anything in particular you guys do for the morning? You have the entirety of it before noon. Exercise. Rather than running around town, I'll utilize the facilities here and just, like, work out or something. Okay. Uh, I will, uh, eat food, carve out some time for Lamaniqua, uh, and then I will, uh... Inquire about the whereabouts of Gitska. He's been missing. Of course he fucking has. Uh, so as you speak to Laminiqua, she's like, this is not good. Is he gonna get fired? He's, he doesn't disappear like this. Well, Since I mean, this happened, it was did. really bad. Should I say something to somebody? I'm gonna say something to somebody. I was told say, to who, Michelin? I'm gonna bring it up. Do they know? To who? The, you know. Oh well, she's not. She's not in right now. What is she? I heard that she's in a meeting with a bunch of other families in the area, and there's some high business going down right now. So, high business. Yeah. So like, people who are negotiating the services of uh, her top elite um, for stuff. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Hey. But I guess she's in negotiations right now. You know where? I don't. Know. <laughs> uh, that's Thank a good answer. <laughs> that's a good answer. answer. That's a real Thank good answer. Thank fucking God. <laughs> Roll it. <laughs> Inside joke. <laughs> uh, in another building, uh, across town is where it is. Another dimension. You'll, there's no possible way you can catch it's up It's off her. planet. The fur would figure out a way to do it. So I'm going to crash this meeting. Yeah. All right, cool. She's at her usual post, uh, leaning against the door frame between the lobby and the, the casino area. Uh, so I'm going to make a point of going from the lobby into the casino area. Mm-hmm. And as I pass, I'm just going to give her the finger guns. <laughs> she opens her eyes, <laughs> watches you walk past, but does not. And then I'm going to be in there for maybe ten minutes, not really doing anything. Just kind of like <laughs> walking up to a bit screen, changing the channel a couple times, uh, like going over here, like looking at that table, and you're like, mm, yeah, yeah, craps, yep, okay. And then you're going to kind of like walk back, and you're just kind of like idle for a while, and eventually... Even <laughs> finger guns. <laughs> and then as I walk past, I'm going to be like, soon. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and make a, uh, a perception check. Bro, she don't like you. What's the difficulty? Uh, it's gonna be average. 
theoretically, this isn't my favorite. No, not with that roll. Fucking lose. Three failure and two advantage. Um, there's a couple news articles that are on the screen as you walk past a bid. Uh, one of them mentions uh, a surprising amount of missing persons. Um, but it's vague and just says it's unusual. There's a rash of people not showing up to work or something. Um, and then you also see an ad for a um, basically like a soup sh- uh, a soup shelter in the area that's being advertised as like you know, and it's rough out there. So when you need a place out of the rain, you know, come and get a bite. Um, oh, so and then there's for they're eating um, the people that are disappearing. Let's <laughs> <laughs> fucking drow. <laughs> We're gonna no. They feed them to other people. <laughs> um, but as far as uh, details or anything of interest, you don't see anything else. Basically, you only see the headlines because you're pretending to read it. Um, because you like can feel Praetor's general perception like burning into the back of your neck, and you're just like, I am so interested in what I'm reading right now. So so detailed and, and informative. This news is. It's been about. <laughs> you make your way back. Uh, as I get to Praetor, uh, I'm going to look at her soon. Also, what's going on? She looks at you but doesn't respond. There are people that are missing. Have you seen? You have gorgeous eyes. She does. <laughs> there are uh, a slight amber gold, um, which is a very unusual color for um, humanoids to have. Um, yeah, because they're cyborg eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't trust her. Uh, her her complexion is uh, very very uh, fair, and her hair is uh, stark white, and her eyes are um, beautiful pools of amber. That you can get lost in, but otherwise she looks at you with a uh, a cult detachment. You know, Gitska's missing. I'm aware. Do you know where he is? He and he took off on some business, and they have not yet come back. No one has been able to reach them. Are you concerned? Very much so. Is there anything I can do to help? I'll let you know. You you won't though. Even if there was. I care about Gitska far more than I care about you. Got him. So if that means that you can help find him, then yes, I will tell you. What do you know about the soup kitchen? Super hot. It's a fucking soup kitchen. Oh, um, they're a... Corporate-funded homeless shelter, basically, um, operates something like a cult. What corporation? Uh. <laughs> Get into your nose. Fuck! I should know this. Oh, <laughs> you fucked up. Um. Uh, it is the. Um, Oh my god, I can't remember what it was! 
It's e somewhere in a pile of <laughs> notes that I didn't think was going to be relevant yet. LexCorp. Um, you fucked up. It's the company that runs Lexcorp. everything with robots. I get the name of the corporation. And you I do. Will, I will get that to you, I swear. I will so log sorry. it later. No, it's fine. It is a corporation that is uh, specifically... Um, it's like so the company that does the uh, the uh, soup kitchen itself is called the Brotherhood of Unity, and it is a um, group That's of cool. basically like volunteers and workers who are being funded cool. by. Um, no, I got you. Being funded by a corporation. The corporation itself, again, the name eludes me. I believe it's something like uh, Twilight Liners or something like that, but I'll get the exact one for you. Okay. Um, and they are a large corporation. Um, she kind of just kind of chats about that. Um, surprisingly knowledgeable, and she'll follow it up with, I guess, Avidity used to date someone who worked there. Oh. Which, you kind of harken back to the first couple yeah, of days of... Yeah, about that dude. Yeah. It was weird. We yelled at him and chased him the fuck away. We did. And then Avidity told you that he and his... Uh, I need to be Brotherhood have come knocking a few times trying to recruit, basically, like, come live on our convent and we'll feed you and clothe you and we'll give you a better wife and stuff like that. Uh, can I speak to the boss lady? Pushy. She is currently not in. Do you know when she'll be back? I do not. Huh, okay. Uh, well, it was good, good talking to you. Uh, we'll see you soon. <laughs> she washes as you walk away. She does not say anything. I'm gonna find any member of the party that I can. Mm-hmm. I assume we'll all pretty much group up and work it out until it gets closer to the time that Zeke can be here. Mm-hmm. So I walk up to the booth. Yep. So Gitzkin and Vidity are gone. Yes. The boyfriend who works in the soup kitchen, or the corporation that owns the soup kitchen, probably abducted him. There's a bunch of people missing. It's all over the news. Okay. That's a bit of a... <laughs> That's a mental... <laughs> it seems I read like these you're two jumping... headlines right next to each other. They must be related. It seems like you're jumping to conclusions. It also seems like you're looking for a, a mission when we already have a couple. I'm just saying, man. Like, this is the, the facts. So tell me, or am I still, you said no. you were exercising. Did you learn anything else? Other than I'm, sure, I'm sure the group eventually meets up. I mean, you can do your morning yeah, before you then, gets there. and then meet up and have this conversation. The two headlines that you read? Well, I saw them on the vid screens. Okay. Uh, and then uh, I talked to uh, Praetor briefly um, regarding that. Um, she's kind of worried that they're both gone and missing. Both who? Gitska and Avidity. Yeah, they're on a mission. Hmm, are they, though? We were told that they were going on Leave work two days ago. <laughs> Tell me facts. Alright. We were told by Lamaniqua they were away. Oh, I got something work. else for you. This is on the down low. Well, then keep your mouth shut. Until they were alone. Are we alone? Well, I mean, you're in the... You are in the lounge uh, booth, so you have a booth, but... Uh, there doesn't appear to be anyone in the booth beside you. So you're in public, but you're not surrounded. No. I'm going to whip out my data pad. And I'm going to open, like, a Word document. And I'm going to type uh, on there, Madame Lahani meeting with other uh, uh, houses. Seems reasonable. 
Seems like a red herring. Yeah, those are, it, it's irrelevant to you us. You have to have a mystery in order to have a red herring. <laughs> that's right. Okay, it just so seems like not meta at all. That's great. Someone's other, just someone else's so business. Or, no, uh, it can come up. You don't know. What does it matter? Okay. It may, but how about this? Why don't you keep logging information, and then if it comes up, it will suddenly become relevant. I know you've been bored. So we're not worried at all that gets getting a video gone. We're worried it's not but until, until the agenda is worried enough to tell, ask us to do something about it. They're on mission and it's expected. We go we go calm silent sometimes. We've done it for weeks at a time. But we don't touch base back in with, with any type of HQ. Things are different. Just let it die. Do we know who's they in charge? Could be done. Yeah, they could be. I don't think the power structure of the family has ever come up in the conversation. Does anyone know who's in charge? Madam Lahani. No, but she's gone right now. I don't know. Probably Praetor. I can ask. I can find out for you. I would have said Grace. It's probably Praetor. She's security. Yeah, but Grace is the one that keeps people alive. Yeah, but I would go from... Praetor doesn't seem like the leadership type. But... Is Lemoncello walking around? (laughs) <laughs> Who the fuck is Lamanequa? Lam- yeah, I know. Lamanequa uh, spent the morning um, with Fur for a few hours um, and then has uh, gone about her own business. So she's so not on the clock. There is a, uh, a human woman by the name of Brenda. 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 I don't care about Brenda. Brenda. I don't want to ask it. We should probably ask Praetor. Seems like the easier call. I can do that. No. We'll do that. Like, together? Mm. Like, as a group. But Zeke should be here soon. What time is it? Like, oh, that's right. You're, you're about 11.30. Oh, Zeke's later, then. You have, you have minutes before he gets there, but still time if you want to take care of anything. Before that Let's just do it later. We'll do it later. I mean... Apparently it's not a big deal. Handle this thing with Zeke, and then we'll handle the next thing. And then if something happens where the agenda actually becomes worried enough about them to tell us something, then we can handle it. Mm -hmm. Alright, fine. So you guys continue to wait for a few minutes, um, and uh, nothing out of the ordinary happens for... The remainder of the time that you're supposed to wait, and almost to the second, a figure approaches you at noon. Uh, however, you do not recognize them at a glance. They are wearing a um, dark blue um, kind of. Uh, you recognize the combat armor, basically, like a heavy armor. Um, they are slight in frame and uh, not very tall, probably somewhere in the five-foot area. Um, it takes you probably a few moments to recognize that the overall shape is similar to Zeke, but the the uh, attire is completely different. Nice disguise. Um, Have a seat. You recognize that the hood-slash-helmet that he's wearing is that same one that he put over... Um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Soren. Sorry, Soren's uh, head, uh, and uh, it's the Mandalorian mask, but the armor is, is different. He is carrying a case, 
Good to see you. Days. He's going to lift it up, and he's going to set it down on the table, and he's going to flick off the lock and so step back. Okay, I will open the case. Inside the case, you find several items. You recognize them almost immediately as you pick up what is the folded, voluminous jacket and also the wavy hand cannon, both of which she recognized belonging to Ghost. Where did you find these? They were at the back of the uh, slab. Wow. What slab? The... At Jackie's place. Looks like Jackie was able to set them aside when they came and collected his effects. Okay. So, we're willing to assist, provided that we are able to equip ourselves adequately to assault said prison ship. This Before means... we start this, I have a super quick question. Sure. Did Gitska ever deliver the uh, holocrons to you? The what now? The holocrons. From the rebel base. What? I take that as a no. That's not good. No. So Gitska still has them. Hey, are we not worried that he's missing? No. We have no idea where he is. And then there's a soup shack that's murdering people. (laughs) Fur. Wrong. And no. Breathe. Okay. So. It's hard to read him through the layers, but you can tell there's very little breathing happening. (laughs) So here's the deal. We... I threw him off his game for you. You're welcome. (laughs) We have a potentially non-violent means to solve the issue. Uh, The issue being... Your friend that's imprisoned. Cool. We have another job that we have to you okay? be sure that we can secure from Intel about before we can move on that. I'm feeling a lot of feels right now. Why? I don't, I'm not exactly sure that Zeke is willing to make friends with a guy like Coop. Oh, that's all? Okay, continue. That's what so, I'm getting from it. I'm not. I'm off the, my game, though. Continue. The, the situation right now is that we have a mission that has to take priority on that. Also, we're not equipped to take down a Imperial base. What? Of any kind. I'm sorry. I know that I know that there's a breath mask and that I'm difficult to understand sometimes, but I also know that I don't stutter and that you can understand me. Okay, well then, let's take it back a step. You have something more pressing than your debt. I have something more pressing than an artificial debt imposed upon us by a man that held my team hostage while I was unable to do anything about it. Yes. You mean the team that, through their own reckless abandon, potentially murdered one of my companions? How many, how many times have you been face-to-face with an Inquisitor? 
Didn't we? Didn't we? Already? Six times. <coughs> okay. Oh. Do you know how many times we have? Seven been... times saving your asses. You know how many times from the we rebel base in our face. Yes, and if we'd known the rebels were there. So that's two you owe me. Mm. That's an interesting logic train, Zeke. Mm-hmm. We should probably get back on actual tasks. The actual task is is that you're not going to take the task. That's n- not no one has no. no one has said that. The task is an Im- kind of an immediate need. For the record, I want to go. As do I. We have. So what you're saying is that in order to take this task, we have to leave right now. Well, what is your guys's alternative timeline? We have a meeting later today. And we then do. after that, we can prepare. We won't know until after that meeting. We will keep you apprised so of what our situation is. You're not giving me a yes or a no. We're telling you that we will assist you with that task, provided provided that we are able to do it to a capacity that we believe we can be successful. Okay. Alluded right now. Me on the importance of this meeting that takes more precedent than the lives of. How much my information can and you and can you get to us, or leeway do you have with the Imperials? Leeway with the yeah, Imperials? how much? How much? How much do you have? I think that's a dumb question. That's the point of the question: is that your ability to get anything from an imperial facility without force so is me, less than zero? Let me clarify and this: we, you're going to go to the Empire to ask them if they can break my friend out of prison. No, I think they're going to ask. No, we're going to. That was my plan. The we're point is to, that we have an asset. We intend to, to utilize what? What can be accomplished? We don't know what can be okay. accomplished that's, until we meet and discuss. That's them. unacceptable. I'm glad that you think so. But you these have are... a contact, an asset to do things, and I'm talking about something very specific and hard, something very tangible. I have a need. Something that might take We're planning not and resources. We are you with the information to know more about our plan. Because it is not your... It's not information that you need to know. Except that it entirely revolves around the mission that I am putting before you. Yes. So if it's my mission that I'm providing you, any details, assets, strategies, things like that, it's kind of important that I'm on the know on. Yes. Except this asset may not be able to assist us with yours, and therefore will remain unnamed to you. Until we know that he can assist us with your task, as well as the one that we already have before us, he will remain unnamed to you. Professional discretion. So, let's, Just let's as your sniper has remained unnamed let's, to us, and your additional team members, which appear to still be in play, uh, remain unnamed and unknown to us. Does that have any relevance to your legs? Oh, oh yeah. I'm just I'm gonna like point at my leg. Okay. Yeah. It is it is of absolute relevance to us. So it's relevant that you took a shot at one of my men so they took a shot back at you. After he took a shot at us and uh A warning shot. I didn't hit him, did I? You shot apparently his stuff. Yeah, stuff out didn't hit him, did I? Chris? You seem no worse for the wear. <laughs> okay. So. When you don't have a hostage, like you had last time, you can't force us to agree to anything. 
we are not going to agree to the terms that you set while you had men essentially at gunpoint. So is that the only reason you agreed to help me is because you believe that? We agreed to help was a because threat we, to you? you were absolutely a physical threat. Oh, I was. We, As were you to me. We do not intend. And I mitigated we, the threat of both of those. We intend to help you when we feel we can actually be of assistance. At this point in time, prior to this meeting, prior to equipping and getting information about the facility, we are not equipped to assist you with assaulting an Imperial facility. So you... Okay. Let's, I'm just saying, you're both really garbage at this. Let's take a few steps back. Here, I think you're using the word we a little liberally. I assumed that... Are you equipped to attack the... I made it yes, very clear... Yes, I've made that very clear. <laughs> ...that upon accepting this request, and it is a request because you owe me, and this is how I'm collecting, you can try to soften that debt as much as you want, but the charred remains of that clinic and the words that you spoke to put it in that situation both very real. So, let's start back at the beginning. I will help you get into that facility using every resource at my disposal in order to make your mission a success. To the point where I will physically make it possible. Need your commitment to this task, and I need no outliers to my plan for this. If you're going to go futz around with some imperial contact or tap some asset that you think may or may not have some benefit to this mission, it may. It is mandatory that I know okay. what it is. How long will it take us to get from the airlock to the cell? How many exits are there on the cell floor? You won't need to get to the cell. How many guards are there on that floor? When's their rotation? Right. Okay, I see what you're doing. How long is it from if the emergency response team to get to where we're going to be? all the information for you right now, I am not a legitimate source or an avenue to get No, you answer. are. You no. are a legitimate source of information. Mm-hmm. Even though you don't have it right now. Correct. Because we'll gain it, just as we will this afternoon. If you are directing us to not bring this mission to the attention of a potential asset, we won't. We'll simply bring up the other task that we have, which is to identify who's on that sequence. It appears that we're going to help you. Sounds like you're giving me an ultimatum. I'm not opposed to helping you. I'm opposed to go putting myself and the rest of our team in a position where we don't know what the odds are. We don't know what the situation is. We don't know the layout of a building. We don't know the, the size of the enemy response threat or its ability to get there or how quickly it can get there or how to get the fuck out. Yes, and you don't when believe we have... that I'm going to help you accomplish <clears throat> that and get you that information? You're sitting here saying right now that we need to go. And act on this immediately without yes, having provided us any of that. We need to begin working on a plan. Which is what we need we are to doing. get codes to get into the ship. We need to find a way of ingress. We need to begin finding out all the information that we can about this facility and absolutely come up with a plan. How long will it as take a you group to group effort? I have no resources to do that. 
I understand. That's why I'm offering my help. Which is why I'm asking you, how long will it take for you to do that? I'm not just going to go out and do all this for you. This is a task that we all need to work on in order to be successful. Are you aware that it is entirely likely that if you task me with something like that, I will fuck it up? You've worked with me for how long? Okay, can I can I ask a question? What is the plan you've got right now? His plan is to come up with a plan. Starting right now. You mentioned that he wouldn't be in a cell. I have Start assets there. that I would like to pursue. And I will inform you about them when they become relevant. Okay, so that was a... To me. We have a meeting. That was a, an that was a day. day. We're going to be going to. Oh, wow. How, can, you know, uh, how ironic. I don't care, though. I do. We're willing I understand to allow you to meet with your assets. So why can't we meet with ours? Thank you for your permission. Meet meet with your assets, get the information about... It was a joke. Yeah. So I, you don't have assets to meet with. Uh, wow. Uh, I am regretting this. Here is, uh, here is some perspective on it. So walk away. We have a job to do. And no job is impossible. There's always a way. There's always a crack in the armor. There's always someone who's not doing their job. This mission is doable, but it is very difficult. Yes. And so we need to have every option available that we can have. Mm-hmm. And we need to limit every variable and every weakness that we present. And that is literally what I am trying to do right now. And that's what we're trying to do as well. Okay. But here's my concern. You are very upset right now. Yes. So you agree. Have you ever fought someone who was very upset? Yes. Was that to make your job easier or more difficult? Because I can tell you from experience, the people who are really, really mad that I exist, and who are really, really upset, are the easiest to take down. Because they're very, very predictable. We haven't fought the same foes. If you push into this, upset and angry, you will create a liability. Give us the time to gather our resources, gather your own, and we will see what we can do. What's the harm in letting us do that? We could trigger uh, some sort of warning. I didn't ask you. I asked Zeke. Are we going to do this? Yes. Yes. I agree to do this mission. It's going to get done. Now we're looking for solutions. Right. It's very irritating to hear my own advice parroted to me. I can imagine. And you're right. I am very upset. A friend of mine might be dead. And that friend was going to help me rescue another friend. And now the only people that I can rely upon and trust are the very people who would put me in this situation. And I recognize that in the face of Duarte, he would have gotten the information from you one way or another. And the fact that you're still intact means that you did what was right by 
we were on self-preservation, and I understand that, and I respect that. However, I am putting myself in your hands, and that terrifies me. Because I don't think we have the same values. And at the end of the day, what you consider to be a successful day and what I consider to be a successful day are probably not the same. And I know in the depth of my core that if it comes to it, your good day takes way more priority than mine. And yet the lives of me and my friends are completely dependent upon you. I think that the reach of our circles is different. I don't think that our values are different, just the scale of them. We sacrifice everything for each other. We don't like each other. We don't all get along all the time. It's very true. But this is our family. This is everything that we have. This is literally all. There's no more beyond this. That's exactly how I feel about Cooper. So, welcome to the team. But you have to be a part of the team if you are going to be a part of the team. To be that part of the team, you are asking me to surrender the security of my plan into your hands. Not at all. Absolutely. Not at all. You're not I have not asked you any of that. Anything about your potential non-violent solution to sieging and uh, occupying a imperial prison ship and extricating one of the most wanted people in the quadrants and then flying off into obscurity through some untapped assets that you have under your control. And you won't explain any of that to me, how that miracle might be possible. We both have thoughts, ideas, assets that we wish to explore before presenting them as viable. I don't want to present something that turns out to be a complete flop. I don't want to get your hopes up. I know how important this is to you. Don't patronize me. Well, then don't put yourself in a position to be patronized. Be strong. It may make you feel better to know that we don't intend to fly off into obscurity. We still have a mission to do here. Whatever happens on this mission, we have to come back here and continue to work. I recognize that. I wasn't talking about you. I was talking getting Coop into a situation in which she's not going to immediately I know. Knowing Coop, we can't guarantee that. No, but I can try my damnedest or die trying. I'm not so keen on joining in for the second part. I'm not asking you to. You are going to the prison ship so you can get the information that you seek, and in doing so, allow me the opportunity to get what I seek. I don't have to go to the prison ship to get the information I need. I think that's, that's where a contact potentially comes into play. Potentially. Potentially. 
I, right again. now, everything that we have is hanging on potential, which is why we want to have this other meeting before we discuss planning with you and why we don't want to reveal who it is or what it is we are interacting with before we've done it to make sure that we don't present to you a thing that is not actually there. Should understand Just like that. you don't have the information from your contacts as of yet for the things that we would need to know about the facility itself. You have it. That cross-pollination is not going to go both ways. What does that mean? It means we don't want to tell you who the contact is. We're not going to tell the contact what we're doing either. I don't... I don't know what that means in the grand scheme of things, to be honest. But I'm willing to let you guys do what you think is best to make this accomplished. If I have your word that you are acting towards the goal of of freeing my friend, my family, from the ship. If you are committed and you believe that you know the best way to do that, and for whatever reason you think me being ignorant of your methods is the way to do it, then so be it. No, no. When we when we go to actually accomplish the mission, you'll be with us. You're damn so, right, I will be. So you won't That's be ignorant. That's not what I'm talking about. Go have your asset meeting. Go tap whatever resources you think you might be able to bring to the table. Do you have a list of information or places that we need to go to get information? If you can collect that and get that to us, we'll start working on that angle as well. I have... I have my plans. However, they may need to be adjusted uh, after whatever it is you end up doing. Very well. We're going to do this thing. And we're going to succeed. Because if we don't, we're going to die. If you're concerned about the myriad ways that this plan can end, come to a conclusion, then you should very clearly define what victory means. My victory is getting Coop safely off that ship. And I understand that your victory is getting the information you need from that ship. And Coop. We've we have agreed to a job. So that is our success. So if victory means getting Coop off the ship, then that's what victory means. Exactly. My fear is that without you you haven't demonstrated the best judgment. And so I want instinctually to make sure that you are going to not sabotage this before it starts. If you have confidence that you can handle your business, then that is your business. Like I said, I'm putting the entirety of my being in your guys' hands. Same, man. I'm not comfortable letting someone else do that. 
so I believe we're in agreement. You can handle this your way, and then just let me know. We'll handle it our way, all of us. That's not what's happening here. But after you're done with your business... It's not your way, and it's not our way. It is our way. When it becomes that. I'm obviously not following you. I'm obviously not participating. I am waiting on you to come participate with me. Where do we meet with you after we contact our guy? Where do you feel comfortable? This plan can't be discussed here. So not here. I, I, do not, I, I don't believe that this is the best place either. You have so. a place outside of here? Because <clears throat> mine are all burnt to the ground. I got one. Ghost place. We don't even know where Ghost Place is. No. Why not? What? Why not? Because I don't know where that is. No, we've got a place. Don't we, Rio? Don't we? Oh. What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Did you notice that Rio has a tattoo? No. Why do you have a tattoo? Take it easy, Mom. <laughs> it's cool looking. Where'd you get it? Is it a matching thing? Are we all getting it? Uh, no. No. I no. No. <laughs> no. We, as a collective group, will have that conversation next time. <laughs> I don't want to talk to that. <laughs> I don't want to talk to her about yeah. this. So Zeke will leave you to uh, setting the, the the point. Basically, uh, if you tell him the, the, I'm sure I know where you're you're thinking. Um, if that's the place, the junkyard is where you want to have that meeting set up. Uh, say so now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what we're talking about. meet you. When did you want to meet? Tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, first thing. Sure. First thing tomorrow morning. That works. He agrees, and then he. That way, everybody's will rested up. Does, does, does he have like a a, 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 com. a com or something? A, a pager? or something? Not that you asked for, okay. and not that he is. Providing. I would like to ask. We spend all our before he leaves. Uh, he does not provide. He says, "I will okay. meet you at the point that you cool. you designate." No, if he's off the grid, then he can't complain if the plan changes. That's true. Sure. That's how that works. <laughs> That's exactly that works how now. that works. Yeah, I have an agreement with you. Well, you don't have a phone, so fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of how it works in real life these days. Yeah, that's <laughs> Anyway. All right. So, fantastic. Uh, you guys will get this figured out. We ran a little bit long, but I feel like we had some stuff to get taken care of. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I want to hit a couple of important things before we go. The first one is that you guys got 10 experience for that. No, that's the first one. The second one is that Cleaver. You have technically unlocked the Conjuration Force power. Oh. Oh, fuck. Oh. Oh. (laughs) What does that mean? So we can go into detail about what that is. It's in one of the new books. Um, But as you are kind of 
sitting there after Zeke has gone and you guys are discussing the shit show that is Zeke and his emotional state and everything that he's inflicting upon you guys. Um, you just keep going back to that same sense of like you feel that ember inside of you. And your missing axe bothers you, but you always kind of feel like it's I was, actually, I was actually really planning on going and buying a new one. <laughs> so, uh, uh, we'll, 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 we'll get talk. into that soon. Um, but, uh, and that, just to make sure that I understand, the choices that you made. when we go into new Force powers that we've unlocked, I can't use any experience other than what I earn this after I unlock this on, session. Yes. Does this 10 count? Uh, this 10 will count. Okay. Just like the foreseen ability for yeah. um, for Rio, he could not spend any banked experience yeah. yep. on that as well. Perfect. Um, so that's what we'll leave off, everybody. Hope you enjoyed uh, what was going on. It was great to have you all. Uh, this was the uh, Hunt for the River campaign. We have this every other Monday at seven thirty. Tomorrow we are going to have our Fallout Fifth Edition, brought to you by Nick. Um, it's called King's Ransom. Uh, we are a group of um, people, survivors, survivors <laughs> that do jobs, <laughs> um, wasteland and, uh, folks. We are currently in the process of investigating a bunch of super mutants uh, that are abducting people and taking them to their secret lair. So it's pretty creepy stuff. Shit's um, gonna hit the fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, except you're gonna need to bring Valium for him. What? Lots Nothing. of value. Valium for me? Yeah, I don't know for you. I don't know what you're Probably about. at least for your character. <laughs> you might get it for me, too. <laughs> <laughs> Just as a reminder, uh, you can follow up on the story by checking out our podcast. We have uh, several shows that are currently listed there. Um, we are going to be participating in Extra Life on November 3rd, 25-hour straight stream, uh, charity for Seattle Children's. Um, so definitely you're able to uh, donate in advance, um, but we would love to see you there, root us on, try to keep us going through those long hours, because it was rough the last time we did it, but so much fun and so rewarding. So uh, we really look forward to that. Every time you donate to uh, our Extra Life page, or any of Cascadian Gamers, which is our team, mm-hmm. uh, you'll be entered into the Cascadian Gamers Super Mega Raffle, which has all kinds of crazy cool shit Awesome in it. stuff. Um, we're going to be adding quite a bit this year, um, and uh, we've had pretty cool prizes in the past. Jerseys, Xboxes, Playstations, tabletop stuff, handmade items. There was, like, uh, top-shelf whiskey and yeah. homemade honey and stuff in it. That was good shit. Do it. It's an eclectic mix of absolute surprises. fire. Mm-hmm, definitely. So uh, keep us. Uh, if you want to keep informed, you can go to Twitter at DumpStatia um, to get updates about our coming shows and coming events and all that fun stuff that we're doing. And also, you can join our Discord, which has been cycling through. We are always there on it. Uh, there's artists that are uh, posting their beautiful work um, for us all to enjoy and ooh and awe at. Um, and uh, you can ask questions about our current show, have discussions, uh, or ask the cast member questions. So, always thank you again once more for joining us for Monday Night Hunt the River. Would you mind giving a little bit of context to where Dradesh is? Uh, so, Dradesh is around. He is currently in the facility. Um, the group has the option of him being present for those conversations or not, depending. Um, however, the... Uh, the 
state of affairs with Dradesh from this point on has yet to be... Um, to be determined. To, well, to, to be brought up. Yep. So... We don't like him anymore. <laughs> you got fur back. You got your muscle. That's all you care about, We like right? fur more somehow. Fur is less likely to be turned by money. Oh, very less likely. All mm-hmm. right. Definitely. So thank you so much. See you guys tomorrow. We'll Have see a good you tomorrow. night. Thank you for watching. 5.30 for 5e Fallout. Bye. We love you.